from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carver. This is You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Oh. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, what's your name? Mike. Mike, I bet you didn't think we'd call, huh? Not at all. <laughs> Ross? I have no idea what's going on, by the way, Mike. Mike is very nervous right now. Okay. Mike texted... No, I, I listen to your show all the time. Me stop, and stop, we love your stop. Okay, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mike texted <laughs> and said, Mocha needs to change his work laugh. What does that mean? <laughs> Do you not like my laugh? Everybody always says how they love your laugh, and I, I drive me nuts. Like really? The, um, it drives you nuts? Why? Can it, I be honest with you? The, like, you are now the third person in the past week in the past seven days who've <laughs> reached out and asked me to not do my laugh anymore. I've, I'm being laugh shamed. But don't say it like that. Don't say it not do my laugh anymore because that makes it sound like you're actually going out of your way to make it sound like no, that. No, like that is that my laugh annoys them and right, I need to that, do something else. Sure, that's, well, that's understandable. <laughs> you have your regular laugh that sounds very natural and then you have your other one that sounds really forced. Like the one that, ah, that one? But that's when I find something like real funny, yeah. though. Uh, I will say this, Mike, and that is just being in the room, right? I, I know what you're talking about, how Mocha has sort of like a more sort of a subdued laugh, and then he has that sort of big Aggressive? outburst. Like yeah. it's just, it's a, it's, a, it's a shotgun shell, right? I will say this, <laughs> being in the room and in those situations and knowing both of those laughs very, very well, if you're wondering which is the sort of more honest, genuine pure reaction to a moment it's the shotgun it's the loud one that 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 comes out where there is just a moment of where you cannot even hold in for one second your feelings towards something funny that's the that's the supernatural laugh that's the that's the the that that's as real as it gets also mike nobody has a nice laugh like every single person in this world has a different annoying laugh oh i know how about if I audition a couple of laughs? Because okay, I have on. had people in the past <laughs> uh, okay, like you okay. who have made comments about my laugh. So I have been thinking about other laughs. And the one that I keep going back Wait, to... Wait, pause for one second. What? Pause for one second. You can't just you can't just like jump into a laugh here. Give me one second. Hold on a sec, Mike. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, Mocha, you, what are you going to do? You're going to try out a couple different laughs? Yeah, I'm going to try three laughs right now. Okay, cool. So here we go. You can't just come out with a laugh. So let me set you up, okay? Okay. okay. Uh, why do birds fly to warmer climates in the winter? Why? Because it's much easier than walking. <laughs> no, they, you get, no, that's not a laugh, though. <laughs> I would not do the show with you if that's how you laughed. Really? No. <laughs> if I found something hilarious and I was like... <laughs> no, no, because nobody laughs like that. That's weird. Okay. That's what you laugh at, like, when you really like seeing somebody get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really want to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Number two. Uh, why do birds fly to warmer climates in the winter? Why? 
Because it's much easier than walking. <laughs> Are you doing my laugh right now? That's no. terrible. That's your laugh? No, it's not. Are you goofing on me right no. now? No. Are you sure? I swear. I promise. <laughs> Why do birds fly to warmer climates in the winter? Why? Because it's much easier than walking. <laughs> hey, Mocha. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Why do birds... This is so stupid. Why do birds... Come on, man. Okay, what? Why do birds fly to warmer climates in the winter? Why? Because it's much easier than walking. <laughs> Oh, I don't like that at all. No. Which one, Mike? One, no, two, or no, three? No. No. They, they kind of all sound forced. Try one instead yeah. of instead of exhaling when you laugh. Try a laugh where you inhale. Oh, where you where you take air in when you laugh. You know, it's a very different dynamic when you do laugh. Okay, so Mocha. Yeah. Uh, why do birds fly to warmer climates in the winter? Why? Because it's much easier than walking. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> Now you sound like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Hi, Mike. We love you, bro. Thanks wait, so much wait, for Wait, you got one more in. You got what? one more one in. More? You, yeah, yeah. Mocha, why do birds fly to warmer climates in why? the winter? Because it's much easier than walking. You're <laughs> 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 killing me, man. Maury Maury just looked at me and went, hey, that's my laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Later, Mike. Uh, All right, thanks, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, let's talk about these Air Transat club class seats. This is what it's all about. This is what you kind of dream of when getting on an airplane and it now with club class with air transat it is super super affordable yeah and the interesting thing with club class is when you start dealing with the sort of upper classes on airplanes they vary greatly there's like summer private cabins that turn into beds and everything else but when you're going especially when you're going on vacation you're flying during the day you just want that extra room Mm -hmm. you want the bigger screen you want the really hyper hyper attention to detail detailed service. Not that you don't get that on the whole plane, but it is a wonderful experience to fly club class on Air Transit. I've done it a few times and I can't fly any other way. It is so worth it. Plus, the food options are amazing with Air Transat's club class. Superior wine and choice of Mm -hmm. gourmet meals by renowned Quebec chef Daniel Vizina. You've heard us talk about him on the Razamoga Show podcast a number of times when talking about Air Transat. Other privileges like complimentary seat selection and two Two-piece baggage allowance, rapid check-in counter uh, for you, and priority boarding and baggage service as well. Learn more about Club Class at airtransat.com. Okay, let's take a phone call. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So apparently Sam Jackson can now be the voice of your Alexa. What? Yeah, Amazon is rolling out new celebrity voices for Alexa, starting with, of course, Sam Jackson. Uh, later in this year. So here, let me play you a little bit of their commercial. Okay. Take a listen to this. Just like we practiced. Ready? I'm always ready. Showtime. Today in Los Angeles, it's 85 degrees. Say my name. Woohoo! Oh, aren't we organized? (laughs) I'm not reminding you. Okay, but do you still have to say Alexa? Like, that's my question. Or do you have to say, hey, Sam, Sam Jackson? Or, hey, right? Sam? Yeah, so hold on here. Let me uh, let me do this. I remember so, years ago when I used to have one of those, uh, the Garmin 
yeah. GPS. Right. You can go to websites and download different voices, right? Different voice commands. Yeah. And like there was like a Darth Vader one. Right. There was a uh, Jamaican one. Hey Alexa, what do you think about Mocha? He's too dangerous to be left alive. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Ask Alexa a question. Okay. Um like for something like personal, like a favor. Hey Alexa, can I borrow five bucks? If we want to hear you talk, I'll shove my arm up your ass and work him out like a puppet. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's like pretty aggressive. Okay, hold on. Here, Maury, you want to come in and ask Alexa a question? Maury's on his way in. Hey, Alexa, can I borrow some money? Uh, I just asked Alexa. He literally like, just asked that. Are you not that. listening to what we're doing in here? He oh. just asked that question. Hey, Alexa, you want to go for dinner? You ought to be ashamed of your goddamn self. <laughs> 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 you know what? Yeah. Sam Jackson as the voice option yeah. for Alexa. I'm yeah. down. Hey, uh, Alexa, uh, what time can you qualify next for uh, the key to win a home from Sequoia Grove Homes in the Razamoka show? Say what again? <laughs> Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, mother. <laughs> See, that's the Sam Jackson that I oh want to hear. Want me to go through some more of these? Hold yes, on here. please, okay, please, please. What you else you got? Bet your ass, I did. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, okay, Mari, go ahead. So that that's what you're gonna get. Okay. So go ahead, ask a question. Hey, Sam Jackson, do you like? No, what hey, I'm, Alexa. Oh, hey, Alexa, do you like what I'm wearing? You bet your ass, I did. All right. <laughs> hey, you have to say this. Hey, Alexa, didn't you say that I look damn good in these jeans? You bet your ass I did. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Maury, r- r- literally two seconds before we went on the yeah. radio, Maury comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder and whispers and goes, um, can we talk about how I got hit on? And I was oh, like, what? And he's like, God. I still have it. <laughs> Are you interested at all in hearing how Maury got hit on? No. No, you're not. Because I don't believe him. You don't believe him? No. Oh. Okay. I don't believe the story. Okay. You don't you even heard the story and you don't believe the story. No, I don't oh, believe the story. Oh, then it this is gonna be all. great. I don't believe the story. Okay. What part of the story don't you believe? Well, he doesn't heard the story yet. But he then just how can doesn't he not believe, believe it. it. Okay. Because uh, he just I, I automatic- can tell you right now. Oh, no. Or is it so unbelievable? No. no, I don't believe the beginning, the middle, or the end. Because we pres- most people, I would say, morning, when you come up with these stories, um it's the presumption of lies. There's no reason to lie about something like this. Okay. So you got hit on. How did you get hit on? What I was, was the situation? I was walking on the street. Yes. Very good looking guy was walking towards me. Describe very good looking. What does very good Tank looking top, mean to you? Muscular shoulders. My favorite part of a human body How is tall? the back of the shoulders. I'd say about your height. What right. is that? Six, four. Four. Yeah. And wearing shorts. Right. And How would your wife bag? feel, Mocha? How would your yeah. wife feel if she heard you describing what you consider to be very hot, but what you describe is the exact opposite of your <laughs> wife? You know what I mean? Who does that? Uh-huh. Maury, you're a married I mean, man, Maury. Yeah, yeah but I've got a husband. I've been sleeping on the couch in the basement. Thank you. Yeah, but I'm in a different world. It doesn't. It, no, but it doesn't matter. So you just what? describe what you're, you consider. But you're married, though. Yeah, you, like, you mean different yeah, world. Married. I could be with Matthew sometimes, and we'll walk by somebody, and he's like, "Oh, the guys are out today." I know, but what you consider to be very hot? Does Matthew not consider you hot? Like, does he have a version of hot that you are not even close to? Well, he says he'll always come home to me. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> whatever that way to mean. answer that question. <laughs> wow. But how does he say it? That's wow. the thing. Tone matters. No, but he'll, like, he'll, but he'll, he'll mention a hot guy. You. Wow. So he treats he treats being married to you like a cell phone plan that he signed up for in the nineties. <laughs> that was like a lifelong thing that he can't get out of. Right? It works. It's yeah. fine. I'm stuck with it. I've stopped complaining. <laughs> I've made so many calls, there's nothing they can do about it. Right. Like, if he points out a really good-looking guy, he'll immediately go, but I haven't forgotten about my baby. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, you walk down the street, there's an extremely hot guy that is walking towards you in a tank top who's six foot four and has arms. Okay. 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 So how did the how did the hit on thing happen? So he's walking towards me. Okay. Yeah. I'm staring at him. Of course. In and the as, face? Yeah, like making eye contact, like okay. burning a hole in the back of his head. Okay. He's walking towards me and winks. And he winks at you. And he winks at me. Okay. And, and then, then you, what happened? And then what happened? Oh, we went on about our day. Oh, what, he like did- together. No, no, no. He oh. kept going, and I kept going, and then I was like, you didn't dip into an alley and start making okay, out." Okay, so hold on. No, here. No, so you went, got you got winked at. I got winked at, and I'm like, as I was continuing to walk in my mind, I said, "Yeah, I still got it. <sighs> I still got it." Because you got, got winked it. at. Yeah. Uh, okay, a wink is something. How do you Why know else he was winking? How do you know he didn't have like a just a twitch in his eye? I get those every now and then when I'm like yeah. really tired and my eye just starts twitching all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah but there was no other twitch or like, eye okay, movement hold on, as he hold was on. coming towards. Did say, he wink? Like, did he look at you, wink and smile, or he just winked? It'd be like a wink, like, I see you looking at me. No, no, no. That's not the question. No, there's no it, smile. It was like a wink, like, yeah, yeah I got... No, but anyway, it's, it's code. No, well, it's hold on code. here. I, I got I to gotta defend the wink because I'm a huge winker, right? I wink... You never wink You do. Me. Yeah. I wink a lot. I wink dozens of times a day. Yeah, I would agree with that. At people. Yeah, yeah I would at agree people. with that. Guys, girls, like everything. But he didn't have to wink. We don't know each other. You're winking at people you know. No, not necessarily. You would never wink at just somebody stocking shelves at a grocery store. Of course I would. Or, 100% or somebody I would. driving by. 100% I would, and I do. I love winking. Yeah, but uh, it's my default. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just pass this off as just an everyday win. So you okay? So, so so what are you gonna do with this newfound fame? Yeah, what are, are you, you gonna, gonna? Did you call a divorce lawyer? Are you gonna separate stop, from Matthew? Stop, no, I just use it as road. ammo. As ammo, like, like at home to make your husband like, feel bad. No, I. Could, you are the worst spouse ever. No, like the next time he looks at somebody and points at a good-looking guy, I could be like, hey, you know, I I got winked at the other day. Holy. Why can't I do that? Why go out of your way to make your partner feel bad? No, I don't think it's feeling bad. I think it's to make that, like, it's some some people find that to be a bit of a turn on. Does he? We'll find out. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Roz and Mocha. Hey, I was listening to the winking story, and I could not stop laughing. <laughs> uh, do you wink? Are you a winker? Yeah. You actually, are. But not... But not like when Maury's like, oh, I got game. No, I'm not like that. No, see, I don't wink to flirt. I just wink to be like, what's up? Yeah. Exactly. Or I got you. What's or... your name on the phone? Ariana. Ariana, here are a couple of tweets that we got. Thank or, sorry, you. not tweets, texts. Thank you. 925 Somebody wrote, did he wink with both eyes at the same time? Because that's called a blink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of dust and construction in the city. A wink outside could just be stuff in his eye. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, let me see here. Somebody else wrote, uh, he winked at the guy behind Maury. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Why you gotta take this fun away Which from me? Which would be easy because Maury's so little, right? Like, you can see everybody <laughs> behind Maury. All the way. Like, yeah. he- <laughs> Oh, listen to this. Man, that's you should have done that more. Yeah. <laughs> that, that winker on the street yeah. has no idea what he's just about right now. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. You could have all this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just wheeze, snort, and lift your shirt up and put your finger in your belly button? That's called a talent. <laughs> Thanks, Ariana. No problem. Have a good day. Happy Jersey Day, baby. Oh yeah. Ain't nobody uh Unhappy about a Thursday. What else is on tonight? Oh, Grays is back tonight. Is it? Man, right. it's been too long. It's been too long for Grays. Watched a little I bit of the Leafs it. game last night. We won against well, Montreal. I'm talking about Grays, man. I'm just saying. Let's just have a moment. Can we just have a moment for Grays? Of Don't course. come in here with something other than Grays, Maury. I SVU. swear to God. I swear to God, man. It's the 21st season of SVU. Stop. I'll get to that later. You'll have your SVU moment later. I need a moment for Grays right now. Do you want me to leave the room again? Yes, please. I really do. You can leave. You know, the last three Don't. times I've come in, you've sent me away. Yeah, because you come in with talking. Three times. We just started, we started the show. The show. I meant yesterday. Ago. What are you keeping tabs you on? Hanging what I kick on you to yesterday, okay. bro. You gotta let go. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, come on, man. Okay, bro. Listen. Okay, when I kick you out, it's because you come in here with nonsense, right? Is it nonsense though? It is nonsense. Yeah, because it's not what I'm talking about. Now we're talking about Grey's. I want to play. Here's what song. happens: I start talking about something, and then you come in the room waving your arms, going, "I need to talk about something." But you didn't send Mocha away when he said Leafs game. I just told him to stop talking about the Leafs game. Do you want us both to leave? No. No, because no, now I want to talk about Grace. Gives me an excuse to play Thank a song. Thank you. Thank you. So what I want to say is, <laughs> I didn't have to tell him. He just left. <laughs> Maury, we're going to talk about SVU later, man. Don't worry. Come back for that. Yeah, come back for that. Yeah. I'm going to time it perfectly to when he has to go number two. Um, <laughs> I know he's in the room for 15 minutes. Somewhere around 8 a.m. We're going to talk a lot about Grace or a lot about SVU. So here's my thing, okay, is that I'm hoping somebody can help me out because I don't remember where Grace left off. So if there is a hardcore like, Grace fan... Do like a big recap, though? They really don't do a huge recap. No? No, because they, they start introducing things in new seasons that tie into things from like not just last season, but the yeah. season before, the season before, the season before. So oh. oftentimes going into a new season when they give you a recap, they give you a little bit of like the last four seasons kind of thing. Oh. But I, so I don't remember where Grays left off. So if anybody gotcha. can tell me definitively like what the cliffhanger was or what the moment was, because I'm very excited for Grace, but I don't remember where we left off with Grace. So you can call. Was there like a car accident? Was there? Well, see, there did, was, did, did but somebody, I don't. Uh, you know, broken heart, maybe. I remember. Well, there's always a broken heart, Mocha. Um, I remember there being like fog uh-huh. and there was an accident, but I don't remember if that was mid-season and we found out how that ended or if that was definitively the end of Grace. And I don't, I don't mm. remember. I don't remember where Meredith's heart was. I don't remember who, who she's in love with. So... It's 416-870-8888 or how do they text? 925-555. 925-555. I just need to know like what I'm in for tonight on Grey's. 
Oh, well, because tears, I don't remember. Duh. Obviously, I'm looking so forward to crying. I'm not going to cry all day today oh, because yeah? I'm looking so forward to saving up all my <laughs> my normal daily tears right. for Grace. <laughs> <laughs> so you can stay away from kittens and puppies yeah, <laughs> all yeah. day, all day. So you can cry during Grace tonight. All, all <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's Grey's Night tonight for me. Oh. What's my song that I like? You like the other one. You like How to Save a Life. Yeah, but no, this one and uh, Chasing Cars. No, Chasing the Cars. The one that we played before. Is that what we played? We played Chasing yeah. Cars before? So which one's this? How to Save a Life. How to Save a Life. But what's my favorite song? I always have a favorite song. Because it was Catherine listened to it nonstop when she was watching Grey's when we first hooked up like 10 I'm too years sexy, ago. Right, said friends. No, it's not. Tegan and Sarah, right? Tegan and Sarah. Thank you, Maureen. Oh. Do you know that song? What's the song called again? Where Did the Good Go? <laughs> wow. That's your favorite song. It is. It's my favorite song from Grey's. Top of mind, huh? No, it's my favorite song from Grey's because uh, Catherine and What's it called? Had, uh, Where Did the Good Go by Tegan and Sarah. First of all, Tegan and Sarah are the best. I love them. Um... But Where Did the Good Go was a, ah. a big song from Grey's at that moment. Hold on. My and autofill just changed to <laughs> DMX, Where the Hood At. No, it's not Where the Hood At by DMX. Okay. It's Where Did the Good Go okay. by Tegan and Sarah. Sorry. Your, <laughs> Listen, my internet is your completely Google different is soiled. Your Google is soiled. It's like my Netflix. <laughs> Catherine won't even go on to my Netflix. No, it's all just violence. Prison. Yeah, oh, it's terrible. Prison documentary. This song. Oh yeah, I know this song. Oh, it's so good. When to let go. Yeah, Tegan and Sarah are the bomb, man. Yeah. So my question was, oh, this part. Look me in the eye and tell me you are you kidding me? Look me in the heart and tell me you I don't have enough Tegan and Sarah in my life, man. Look me in the I wish get how good they are. You invite them over. I should. No, I should. Mark, can you find out if Tegan and Sarah will come in and play this on the show? I know it's older and everything like this, but this is a song that I really fell in love with Catherine with, and it would mean a lot to me. Aw, oh, dude, really? That's yeah. so nice. She was so into this song, because, and then I found out that she was so into Grey's. And incredible. you're so into Grey's. And I'm oh, so into that's, Grey's. That's a really nice um, story, dude. I love that. So, I, Grey's is on, and I have no idea where, where it left off, and I was asking if anybody could help out with that place for me, either through text or through calling us or whatever. Uh, 416-870-8888. Uh, line... Two, go ahead. I can't believe you guys have forgotten what happened last season. Okay, thank you. Go. What's, your, what's your name? It's Victoria. Victoria. Okay, go ahead. Just major cliffhanger. Meredith Gray is going to prison. Oh, right. Hold on. Did what? you forget? Yes, I did. I forgot that. Wait, From isn't the she a though? Okay, hold on. But, but isn't her boyfriend, didn't they snap him up? Didn't he take the fall? No, he tried to take the fall, and she would let him. And, like, the ending scene, she's being walked out. Oh, right. Oh. Right. What is going oh, on in this show? Okay. okay, so it's insurance fraud, right? Right? So what happened yes. was there was a family that came in to yeah. the hospital to Grace Sloan. With a little girl. With a little yeah. girl. And they were Mexican, South American? I don't remember. I don't recall. I don't remember okay. either. Uh, but they didn't have... They didn't in- have insurance. They didn't have insurance. <laughs> yeah. So what Meredith did was she put down the name of one of her own kids 
as yeah, one of her adopted girls. One of her yeah. adopted oh. girls, and they used her insurance to treat this kid, and then everybody found out. But a lot of people yeah. were in on this. Oh, but it was for a good yeah. cause. It doesn't matter, though. It's insurance it's fraud. fraud. And she's on the board of the hospital, for God's sake. Oh, okay, right? you okay. can't do that. Thank you, Mocha. Meredith. You know what yeah. I love about you, Mocha? I love your feigned interest in Grey's Anatomy. No, I really do. No, I'm very do. interested now. Are you, though? I am. Are you? I'm not trolling, I promise. <laughs> Are you going to watch? No. No, okay, you're not going to watch. <laughs> uh, okay. Also, right. Are you also, kidding? What happened with the fog? I don't recall. Was, it, was that last year? Am I thinking two seasons ago now with the fog accident? I think you're thinking like too far. Okay, never mind. But it's also on Wednesday night, so it's already out. Oh, well, who ran it last yeah, night? The, the Canadian Network ran it last night? Yeah, because uh, Station 19. Yeah, I know. Grace okay. Anatomy spot on Thursday. All right, whatever, I'll figure Somebody it out. Somebody text it. Fun fact. <laughs> Thank you, love. <laughs> Excuse me. Have a good day, guys. Okay, yeah, okay. Thank you. Somebody texted one. <coughs> you going to be okay? <coughs> I'm going to take you to Grace Sloan. <coughs> Maury, book my tickets. We're flying oh, to God. Seattle. Excuse me. Okay. I don't know if you want a spoiler alert. No. It's something from, no. No, 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 no. Oh. It's something from the trailer, but oh. you haven't seen the trailer for the new the season. I haven't seen it. I'll, I'll plug my ears. You say it to the, to the audience, okay? Okay, okay, go ahead. Somebody texted 925 and said, trailer shows Meredith picking up garbage like community service. Okay. Good. Yep. All right. I legitimately, honestly, I just didn't do that for the show. I legitimately took my headphones off, plugged my ears, and didn't listen to a word Mocha said. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay. Yeah. Look at the call display. Okay. Hold on. Look who's calling. So it's Maury. He's in the other room. Okay. So let's just go along with whatever nonsense. Okay. Oftentimes, Maury calls from the other room. In the other room, when we say the other room, it's not in a different part of the building. It's right beside the studio, and there's a giant glass wall, so we can see what he's doing in there. Yeah. And, okay, so he's on the phone. He's called us? Okay, go ahead. Hi, Kiss 92.5. This is the Raza Mocha Show. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good. Are you, are you, are you guys not going to talk about Law & Order coming back today? Uh, what's your name? Patrice. Patrice? Where are you calling from, Patrice? I'm calling from Vancouver. Oh, love Vancouver. Uh, what that, part who of Vancouver? doesn't love Vancouver? What part of Vancouver, Patrice? I'm calling from right near the uh, Stanley Park. <laughs> Near Stanley Park. Cool. On the east or uh, Stanley Park? Yeah, on the east or the west side? Uh, west, uh, southwest. Okay. Oh, southwest. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. what's that uh, That famous building that's right there uh, at the southwest side of Stanley Park? It's a uh, big, it's famous, man. What, what is it? You live in Vancouver. You should know. Yeah, the big famous building. Yeah. What's what it is called, it? What's though? It? What is it? Um, the Tower. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's tower. right. Yeah. I don't know how we forgot Tower. Okay. So. Back to my question. Yeah. What yes. was your question, Patrice? Why are you not talking about Law and Order? What? What would you? What? What do you want us to talk about? It's finally twenty-first season. It's back with the legendary Mariska Hargitay. Okay. Well, what, what would you like for us to say? I don't watch SVU, so. Yeah, it's kind of gone downhill. SVU hasn't been good in years. What are you, what are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> <laughs> Maury, get back on the phone. Oh, sorry, I broke character. <laughs> <laughs> Maury got so offended. <laughs> he was on his character to slap about? me. It's the greatest show. Okay, enough of this okay, nonsense. Okay, Patrice, we got to go. Okay, man? <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mallory, it's Raza Mocha. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous, but I'm Hi. really excited. Okay. Oh. Mallory, take a minute. Breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. 
I'm just going to give you some time to get those nerves settled, okay? I know. <laughs> I, I'm trying all morning. I couldn't really sleep last night. Oh, wow. But, okay, uh, Roz. Yeah. Mallory kicked it old school. Normally, we get texts and tweets and emails from people. Yeah. Mallory sent us a letter in the mail. Really? Yep. Oh, incredible. It's a little bit long, but yeah. I think it's important that we read everything that Mallory sent to us, okay? Okay. okay. Oh, my gosh. It says, Dear Razamoka, I started high school in a brand new town back in September of 2009. Wow. It was 25-minute drive every morning to get to King City from Woodbridge, and I would pretty much have a panic attack the entire car ride. The radio was my savior and a brief distraction from the anxiety. You guys helped me breathe in the morning. I can remember always needing to turn on Kiss as soon as I got in the car because I knew you guys would make me laugh. High school was a four-year-long struggle, but I remember you guys always made me laugh every darn morning. I have a stutter, and in high school, it was so bad I could barely get a word out some days. I would always practice my speech for my debate in the car and pretend you guys were listening. For university, I went to Guelph, and unfortunately, the signal for KISS is not as strong over there. Mm -hmm. I definitely missed you guys and would try to keep up on Facebook. Now that I am graduated and working for my family business, I listen to you guys every morning and even turn on the podcast when I'm at work to help keep me sane. If you didn't get the hint, I've been a fan the whole freaking time since day one. Thanks for sticking around, you guys. You make life easier for every listener. I hope you guys know how much Toronto loves you. You guys are magic. I wish you both nothing but the most happiness. You deserve it all and more. Thanks for 10 beautiful years of laughs and smiles. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Maury, too. LOL. <laughs> you know the show wouldn't be the same without you. Love, Mallory. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Mallory, legit, oh my I, gosh. I almost cried the first time I read this letter. I almost cried right now. <laughs> How are you doing, Mallory? I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, my my stutter's improved a lot. I've seen um, a speech therapist the past two years, and he, like, saved my life. So. Yeah. I can't believe I'm talking to you guys right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> how have you never? How have you never been on the show before? How, as such a fan from day one, have you never called or any? Like, how have you never? How is this your first time on the show? I always like uh, text all the time because yeah. calling in. I think when I was a kid was just so it's terrifying impossible. for it's me. Yeah. yeah, I'm just. What if you guys answer? That's oh. the scariest part. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your life like now? You said in your letter that you're working for your family business. Um, yeah. Are you married? Are you dating? Do you have kids? Do you live on your own? Uh, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, it's going good. Um, I work for my dad, so I get to hang out with him all day long, and <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, it's been really awesome so far. And uh, and so the the time when you were in university, you couldn't listen to us, and that was obviously before we were doing the podcast. Podcast, so, so, yeah. So what was it like when you went away for a couple of years and then came back and sort of rejoined the show? Was there was there anything you were surprised about? Did you still like it the same? Had we changed? Yeah, for sure. The show had changed a lot. Um, but it was still the same at the same time and yeah. it felt like I, I was home again and it was so yeah. good and it, it was so sad to be away from school because it was an awesome place too and that was a great time in my life but yeah. coming home to you guys was just like a great you know it was like a hug oh my <laughs> god that's so nice awesome. uh, I'll be honest with you Mallory sometimes <laughs> I, I, I forget 
a, you know, because we're, we're in this room, right? There's four of us working in this room. We only see one another. We only speak to one another, mm-hmm. right? When yeah, we're on the radio. Sure. And I sometimes forget like how many people are actually listening and reading your letter uh, makes me appreciate you along with everybody else who spend the time in the morning to share that time with us, right? Especially, especially in the morning because time is so fragile and for some people it's planned right down to the minute. So, you know, you got to get yourself ready. You got to get to work. You got to get to school. You got to get to wherever. If you have kids, you got to get the kids ready and out on time. So we we know and understand how, uh, how time is so precious to so many people and we can't tell you along with everybody else, (laughs) like how much we appreciate that you share whatever time it is that you have in the morning or at any time during the day with our show. Like, it means so, so much. That's awesome to hear, guys. Like, I hope you know how special you guys are and this whole place loves you and we're so appreciative for you and you just make us, you know, cry, uh, giggle, you know, all the emotions uh, and it's awesome. All right, girl, but for real, between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, I thought about this last night. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to say Roz because uh, his laugh makes me laugh. Oh, <laughs> snap. I got one for the laugh? I've not, nobody yeah. has ever said because of my laugh. Wow, that is the first time in 10 years. Yeah. For real. No way. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, don't get me wrong. You don't have to explain. I'll take the win. <laughs> a win is a win and you got it <laughs> a win is a win hey Mallory thanks for making time in your morning to chat with us no, on the Razamoga show we are sending you like an infinite amount of love oh wait I have one question yeah who do I have to talk to to get a key <laughs> <laughs> you can wait for the next time that we give away a key word for you to text us at nine two five triple five. yeah Okay, I'll keep trying. All right, right. Love you, Mallory. Love you too, guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, I'm so tired. I was at Area 51 over the weekend. (laughs) No, you weren't. Ah, dude, I saw so many aliens. You did not storm Area 51. So much alien tech. It but is crazy. I tell you, I, I was waiting all weekend to just see if anything did happen from Storm Area 51. This was that sort of goof of an event that got way out of hand. Yeah. And thousands of people were expected to show up to Area 51 in the Nevada desert to storm the gates and to find them aliens. Yeah. And I don't know how many people showed up. I don't know if I know a couple of people did get arrested. I don't know for what. But uh, Ashley, is she only going by Ashley? Ashley yeah, she is last okay. Names. All right, <laughs> being revealed. He okay, does. Ashley is on with us, and uh, she was there. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Where are the aliens at? Uh, not at Area 51, dude. Come on. So, wh- where are you? Where are you? Where are you from? Uh, I am from Los Angeles. Okay. And I drove. It was about a six to eight hour trip to get out there. Now, did you drive out there for the camaraderie and the fun, or did you drive out there because you really think there's aliens in Area 51? I drove about because I am currently making a documentary regarding the entire alien oh. storm area 51 movement. Okay, but oh, okay. but but do you believe that there are aliens at area 51? Not anymore. N- I think if there were that any aliens, they were definitely there in like the 
80s and before, but after uh. Bob Lazar, they, they're gone, man. Oh. Snap. Oh, what, you think Bob let him loose? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> or since the popularity of that uh, Netflix documentary, the aliens were like, secret's out, we got a dip. Yeah, I think, I think they actually, like, were moved by the United States government in the 1980s after Bob blew the whistle the first time. Oh, jeez. Oh. All right, so you get to Area 51 when? On Friday? I got there actually um, on Thursday. My crew and I stayed out for a full four days yeah. uh, trying to capture the most, like, the most authentic footage that we can of what was going on. Okay, and what did you see and who did you see? So we saw people from all over the world. We saw people from New Zealand. We saw people from France. We saw people from Canada. Um, and there was less than 3,000 people. I know that there have been reports going back and forth, mm-hmm. but there was definitely less than 3,000 and they were not there all at the same time. They were staggered throughout the weekend. Was there any moment where anybody did try to storm Area 51? Like, did anybody touch oh, yeah. a fence? Yeah? Oh, yeah, dude. I think uh, the official number that I know, six people got arrested, and one of them was Canadian, and he was the only one uh, to be let out. Oh, really? So really? the other five were apprehended, taken away. Yeah, they definitely weren't all at the same time. They were staggered throughout the whole weekend. Um, I won't reveal um, the Canadian's name, but he goes by the alias of Furious Dave, and he was um, <laughs> he was retained for a public indecency because he decided he needed to use the restroom at Area 51. So wait, he just he like he, he peed in the desert and got a ticket? He peed near the fence. And <laughs> oh no! It. Come on! So when you were out there, Ashley, at Area 51 over the weekend uh, for Storm Area 51, did you see were there? like more uh, security and or military presence than normally would be there? Yes. Um, There wasn't anything too crazy and it wasn't actually the Air Force themselves. It was Lincoln County. So the county actually had to bring in uh, like security services uh, from different states because they were so unsure of what it was going to be like. Uh, it, it was nuts. Um, I've been there a couple of times, so this was my fourth time visiting. Oh wow! And um, the, there was before there was nothing. I mean, you were if you saw somebody like in a white truck, like the Men in Black, it was a good day. But they wow. had probably at a, at one time uh, between eight and ten officers at the gate. Huh. And were people dressed up who showed up for Area 51? Absolutely. There were so many people dressed in, like, bodysuits. I think my favorite was a guy who had, like, a uh, like a transponder on his voice, and he was screaming, free my people, free my people, all people matter. Yes. <laughs> so for you, but you do take this seriously. You are working on a documentary, and this isn't a goof for you. Like, you, you, you do take this seriously, right? You know, I... I did, and I still do take it seriously, but I was surprised at the amount of lightheartedness that was actually brought to the event. You know, a lot of people were concerned that this was going to be very serious, that people were going to try to storm the base, but for the most part, it was a lot of camaraderie. It was a lot of fun. Um, It was very stressful, I know, on the county and their resources, but ultimately, I think it was good. Oh, wait. Was anybody out there at Area 51, Ashley, that was trying to make a buck off of this and, like, selling T-shirts or anything? Oh, my gosh. You know, so many. Almost everybody who was there was either trying to sell something or they were trying to film something. So there are tons of YouTubers out there, influencers, 
<laughs> and people were just like filming each other. It was very funny. Were, were people were people hooking up? Not that I saw. Okay. Honestly, the ratio was really bad. This is not a scientific like. Right. Oh, what was the ratio? Like, what was the ratio? I need to know this. What was the ratio? Thirty to one. Thirty to one. <laughs> hey, Ashley, it was great talking to you. Thank you very much for joining us on the Raza Moga Show. Uh, you were out there at Area Fifty One over the weekend filming for a documentary. Any word on when uh, you want this documentary to be released? Yes, we are really aiming for mid-2020. We're looking at the festival circuits of Sundance and Cannes, as well as other international film festivals. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter. It's at stormarea51doc. That's D-O-C. Awesome. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Why is Madonna in the news? Oh. Did she die? No, she oh. didn't. Apparently, it's not even that Madonna's in the news. It's that Dennis Rodman's in the news. Remember them? You when know, they were I a couple? totally forgot that the two of them the got worm? together. Yeah, I totally forgot. Remember that? So Dennis Rodman does an interview, and he says that uh, Madonna offered him $20 million to get her pregnant. Get out of here. I don't believe that. For his stud services. $20 million is apparently... How long did they date for, though? Not that long, right? No, I don't even think it was dating. I think that she literally just... She wanted to. She wanted him to be Carlos Leon. She wanted him to just father a child and then get out of her life. That was it. And that was... And 94. That, what's that? 94. Yeah, 94. Damn. Yeah, that's when he was with the Bulls. Bulls yeah, right? he's still with Chicago Bulls. Uh, so this is... Listen to this clip of Dennis Rodman talking about this one time Madonna called him up and was like, I need you. Oh, I tried. She asked me that if I got a pregnancy, I'll pay me $20 million. I was rolling the dice in uh, Vegas, and she's in New York. She calls, and next thing you know, the pit bull said, hey, Dennis, we got a call from Madonna. He just screams it, right? Get the calls. And she said, Dennis, you know what? I'm ovulating. Oh, okay, great. So I, I'll be there in five hours. I put the dice down. I said, hold the table. If you got money, they do that. She sent a plane for me, G5. I went to the airport, flew here, went over to that thing, over to her house, did my thing. Went back on the plane, got back, they held the table, stopped playing dice again. Oh, my God! <laughs> Come on! What a different world, huh? <laughs> it's such a different world. It's such a different world. They this held is, a man's table. Yes, yes. And his spot, <laughs> yes, everything. Yes. While he jumped on a private jet to go and collect $20 million from impregnate a superstar. Like, that is, and you can say whatever you want, but any, any, any attempt to be rational or relatable or whatever on any level by any celebrity, and I say this all the time, the one thing that people don't want you to know is how much money they have because that just blows their relatability out of the water completely. That is insane. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I fell asleep on the couch last night. Catherine went out drinking. I don't know where she was last night. I put Roxy to bed. And wow, sounds like you care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I listen. She says she's gonna. The only thing that that matter. I don't keep tabs, right? Because it's too complicated. Because she has this such a wide net of things that she will have to do in an evening. Sometimes she's going out to work. Sometimes she's going out to socialize. And oftentimes it's with people that I don't know who they are. So instead of getting the entire story of who she's, my only thing is this: I only care if she has fun. Yeah. I don't need to know who she's with. I don't need to know where she went. Did you have fun? Yes. That's all I need to know. Good. Okay. I love you. Uh, but I fell asleep on the couch last night watching Netflix in super tight pants. Uh-huh. I didn't put any joggers on or anything like that last night. Super tight pants. And she came in, woke me up on the couch at about 1230 
and I woke up and I was so hot. <laughs> but yeah. I was only hot from the waist down. Of course. Right? So she puts her hand on my back and wakes me up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so hot. And then she's feeling my back around my back. And she's like, oh, you don't feel hot. You don't have a fever. And she feels my head and everything else. And then she puts her hand on my leg. Yeah. And she looks at me and goes, oh my God, get these off now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so like, not just, tonight, baby. I'm too tired? No. Oh. I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> With that amount of sweat, please. Please, please. No woman would have grabbed my leg last night and felt the moist heat coming off those thighs from falling asleep on the couch in tight, wax-coated black jeans and gone, mmm. Unless that was followed by, mmm, gross. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you hi samantha it's Roz and mocha hi how are uh, you today i'm good i'm currently just on my way to work uh samantha you wrote us this Raza Mocha Fix My Life. I started dating my boyfriend mid last fall and things started off amazing. Isn't that always the way? Mm-hmm. You thought that he yeah. was the one. You said, I have never had a serious relationship like this. I dated but never brought anyone home. Flash forward to two months, my boyfriend's fidelity was in question due to instances with multiple girls, Whoa. all of which he told me about, showed me the conversations, etc., to prove to me that he was not, in fact, cheating but getting caught up in someone else's drama. I don't know what that means. Uh, Flash forward to summer where my mother started to despise my boyfriend because he chats with other women. They got into an argument which led him to not being able to visit me at my parents' house and my mother harshly wanted our relationship to end. I wanted to fix this, but I feel based on how much my mom hates him, it's not fixable. Please, Ronzamoka, fix my life. Wow, Samantha, how old are you? I'm 28, 29. Do you believe your boyfriend? Like, do you think he's cheating on you? Um, there's been times where I'm like, no, he's telling the truth. But then one of the women that I asked him not to speak to that had caused a lot of the drama uh, somehow came back into his life in the last few weeks. But like, what kind of drama? So, what are we talking about here? Um, like me and him got into a huge fight and she thought we broke up. They worked together at that point. Mm-hmm. And she ended up sending some very scandalous photos of herself to him with a caption saying, hey, heard you and your girl are through. Hope these make you smile. And I saw them myself. So kind of wish I could unsee it, but I can't. You know what you need to you know what you need to unsee is that dude. Yeah. This guy sounds like he's like crazy trouble, Samantha. Why is your boyfriend talking to so many chicks? I have no idea. I honestly don't know. And this is uh, kind of something that my friends have brought up. My my mother has definitely brought up and some of my siblings. So it's it's been really rough. I mean, like we've had the conversation. He thinks we are leading to breaking up because of everything. Wait, and he said that to you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, this guy's like for real just totally not into you, Samantha. He's not into you. He's not into the relationship. If he's still willy-nilly about talking to other girls, like, how is that yeah. any type of foundation for a good and trusting relationship? I think that if you guys were to break up, he would be totally fine with it. He wouldn't care anyways. Yeah, like, and that's one of the things he kind of just mentioned. Like, he doesn't want us to break up, and 
you know, he's willing to fight and this and that, but yeah, ever right. since the fight with okay. my mom, okay. he's just been making things worse, not better. Hold on here. So you're with, okay. a, you're with a guy who regularly yeah. talks and confides in and has private conversations with all sorts of women, one of which sends him nudes, and he thinks the problem with your relationship is your mother? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this straight-up question and be honest. Yeah. Samantha, are you happy in this relationship? I was. I don't think no. I'm as happy okay. as I Yeah, so break up with them. Break no. up with them. Uh, if, and this goes for all these guys out there, and women too, okay? I, everything is social right now. Your DM box, you've opened up your world to infinite possibilities of friends and connections and, and all this stuff. But if you're in a relationship, okay, and you're a guy, you can't have all these oh, they're just friends, women in your life that you sit there and tell secrets to and have these private conversations with and they confide in you and you tell them things that you don't tell your girlfriend and then you try and help them with their life. You you can't do that, man. You can't do that. And I know I'm going to get murdered for people saying, oh, but guys and girls can be friends and it's fine. No, it doesn't work that way because somebody's (laughs) going to get hurt. And then what winds up happening always is that he's having all these conversations and then you're like, you know what? That kind of makes me feel like crap. And their reaction is, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) See, she just said that's happened before. Shut up. So I think you know what the answer is, Samantha. Yeah, I think so. It's just, it's hard. It's never easy to say goodbye, right? I mean, I think in this case, it'll be the easiest goodbye you've ever said. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he's not for you, hon. He's not. You're so much better than this. Yeah. All right, Samantha. Okay. All right. Love you lots. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. So today's the day that all of us Apple stands have been waiting for. Oh, is it? Since it was announced like a week and a half ago yeah. that the uh, new iPhone, iPhone 11 Pro Max Supreme Extra Large, huge, about it. drops about today. It. Yeah. And I'm excited. So I've had the iPhone 10. Uh-huh. Is that the new one? The yeah. new-ish one? They sent it to me like a month ago. Uh-huh. And it's still sitting on my couch in like the bag. Oh, I, 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 no, it? I haven't activated it yet. Because I don't I don't like I'm fine with mine. What is this one that I have? The eight? Yeah. I'm fine with it, baby. Oh, okay. I got no problem. But you, yeah. I'm like, I live vicariously through you when it comes to all the new Apple gear because you always have the best. Yeah. You always have the newest I and need you have to the have best. All of it. You need to. I need the Today iPhone is your day. 11. I need the Apple Watch. Yes. Series 5. Uh-huh. I need the new iPad. Right. And we're going to head over to uh, the Eaton Center right now to talk to the very first person in line standing in front of the Apple store. And we had a conversation as to whether it was going to be like years past, whether it was going to be the mob scene, or does everybody now just order online like you did? Elijah, what's up, man? It's Razamoka. Hi. I'm pretty good in you, yourself. Good. good, man. How many people are behind you right now? You're first in line. I uh, Right now, there's three people behind me. Three? That's it? Oh, how times three. have changed. <laughs> Yo, man. How times yeah. have changed. <laughs> what time did you show up at Eaton Center to stand in front of the uh, Apple store for the new iPhone? Uh, 3.25. Okay, wow. and then how long until... The next person showed up. Jeez, uh, about like an hour later. Now, did you like, at that point, do you start thinking, do I have the wrong store or like am I at the wrong door or do I have the wrong day? To be honest, I was thinking, hmm, I could have used a little extra nap time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's yeah. funny how uh, this used to be the thing because we've been doing these calls to people waiting in line at the Eaton Center for years. Yeah. Right? And well, every single time, it, the number of people in line have started to go down, down, yeah. down, and down. Yeah. And now this morning, there's only three people yeah. standing in front of the Apple store. Yeah, it's amazing. So so what's your what's your plan then? If they open the gates, you're going to start elbowing the two people behind you? and like. <laughs> No, there's no need for that. We can be civil. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's your plan? What are you gonna get? Uh, so I'm planning on getting the uh, iPhone 11 uh, Pro Max. Yeah. I originally read, reserved it for the gold, but I saw the green, and I think I might want to want the green. Oh. So that's why I'm standing in line because my reservation actually is at 1:30. Wait, 1:30 oh. this afternoon? Yeah. So I figured if I came early, I could probably change the color. Oh, my God. What about the Apple Watch? Are you going to get Series 5 or what? Yeah, but I don't want to break the budget all in one day. Okay, so how much is... What are we talking here now? Like, when you saw all this new gear was coming out and you decided on what you were going to get, and Mocha just brought up the new Apple Watch, what are we talking right now? Like, those doors are going to open and you're going to drop what? I'm doing a trade-in. Okay. So my current value for my phone is about 700 Yeah. And that will take off... Sorry, well, I'll take off 700 off the price. Which okay, hold on, hold on. Elijah, Elijah, Elijah. Just tell us what you're getting. You're getting the iPhone 11 Pro Max, right? Yes. 512 gigabytes. Oh, you're doing the 512. Oh. That's 2,000 yeah. bucks right there, okay? Before that's taxes. Yeah. Okay, now, are you getting Apple Care? No. No Apple you, Care? That's a, that's no, a gamble. That's a gamble, bro. Single, every single iPhone I've ever had, I've never had an issue with it. But you know, know. Apple, here's this. I never used to get Apple Care until recently when I got Roxy uh, a MacBook, right? Yeah. And the reason I got Apple Care was the guy goes because it now covers water. Uh, we're talking to a, a Elijah, by the way. He's first in line at the mall to get the new Apple stuff. Okay, so let's just say you get Apple Care. Okay, that's two hundred forty-nine bucks. Uh -huh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so before taxes, you're at two thousand two hundred forty-nine dollars. Oh. I usually always get the newer iPhone anyway yeah. every year. So the Apple Care doesn't really matter if there's an issue with the phone within yeah. that year. My warranty covers it. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, well, best of luck to you. It sounds like mayhem down Thank there, you. Elijah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know well, if you can like, hear us right now with all the crowd noise behind you. <laughs> but we wish you luck. Getting the new one. <laughs> but we wish you luck today, man. Don't get hurt. I'll try not to get trampled. <laughs> yeah, try not to get trampled. Elijah, what's the first thing you're going to do with that iPhone? Are you going to make a phone call? Are you going to text someone? Are you going to do an email? Are you going to take a picture with the uh, three lenses on the back of that camera? I'm going to do my second selfie for the day. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> welcome, to welcome to 2019, everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much, Elijah. You're welcome. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, in the States, they release 911 calls all the time, which is a privilege that we don't have up here in <laughs> Canada. That's true. Because some of them are we rather funny. You can't even get mug shots up here. However, Peel Regional Police released a 911 call that took place over the weekend. Okay. As a reminder... Really? ...to citizens <clears throat> on... Why you shouldn't be calling 911 for certain things. And that 911 is reserved for emergencies only. Okay. Listen to this. 911, do you need police, fire, Hi. ambulance? Hi, sorry. Can, I, can you come to uh, at uh, Queen Street? Yeah, the police or an ambulance? Or what are you police, looking for? Please, please. I just want to talk to someone because I've been starting my owner. Okay, what did the owner say? Regarding my food. An owner. Okay, so you're a customer... Customer, I am. And yeah. what did the owner say to you? 
Well, I, I ordered a chicken sandwich, and the, the, basically the owner, I told him right before I ordered, so I can't eat tomatoes because I'm allergic. And basically the owner, um, at that time, I was like, okay, you know what? It happened last week where I ordered something, and it was a go. And I got tomatoes, and I told him I can't eat tomatoes. Okay, so this this has nothing to do with the police, okay, sir? Much less than 911. Please don't call 911 in the future for fried chicken mishaps, okay? <laughs> You privileged little <laughs> jackass. Because he got tomatoes you. on his chicken sandwich. The man called 911. This is the world we've created. I'm sorry. Okay? This is the world that we've created. We are all guilty of this because everybody's issues are everybody else's problem. Therefore, if you don't respect and honor my no tomato rule, you should be arrested. This is a police matter. Like I want to know what we've this created guy, these people. This we've created who them. Called nine one one. What he expected? Did he think that a cruiser was going to show up with a police officer walk into this restaurant and say, "May I speak to the owner? You yes. under arrest for putting tomatoes maybe on this guy's a, sandwich because he's allergic and may, he asked you not to." Maybe not under arrest, but reprimanded. Reprimanded. This is the world we've created, man. This is it. This is what you get. You get special people who want special treatment all the time for every detail of their life, including tomatoes or tomatoes. So, Peel Regional Police, keep releasing these 911 calls. <laughs> like, I don't know what prompted you to. This? Well, you don't, that. No, but like, you know, I don't know what the rules are with releasing 911 calls. This and so why clear this too. One, Our 911 technology, I will just say this is way better than what they have in the States. Every oh. word of that was crystal clear. Yeah, you want to hear it again? Yeah. <laughs> 911, do you need police, fire, ambulance? Hi, Hi sorry, can I? Can you come to uh, at uh, Queen Street? No. Yeah, the police or an ambulance or what do you look for? Please, please. I just want to talk to someone because I've been starting my owner. Okay, what did the owner say? Regarding my food. An owner, okay, so you're a customer? I'm a customer, I am. And yeah. what did the owner say to you? Well, I, I ordered a chicken sandwich and the, uh, basically the owner, I told him right before I ordered, so I can't eat tomatoes because I'm allergic. Mm. And basically the owner, um, at that time, I was like, okay, you know what? It happened last week where I ordered something and it was a go. And I got tomatoes and I told him I can't eat tomatoes. Okay, so this this has nothing to do with the police, okay, sir? Much less than 911. Please don't call 911 in the future for fried chicken mishaps, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Also, I don't know a lot about tomato allergies, but are tomato allergies lethal or is this guy going to get a couple hives? I would say like, hives. Like, how allergic is he? When he says I can't eat tomatoes because I'm allergic, like, and I don't know, okay? I don't know, but are we talking death? Like his throat's going to close up, he can't breathe. Yes. The or, eyes are going to pop out of his head. Are we, or are we talking little rash on the side of your neck? Like an inconvenience. Yeah. A little bloat. I'm going to say I hive. get bloated about a lot of stuff. Okay? I don't call 911 when I'm bloated. I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, so what do we know about Jonah Hill and the Batman? Everything that I've read is that the talks are ongoing because they don't know whether Jonah Hill is going to be playing... Don't say Robin, don't say Robin, don't Penguin say Robin. Penguin or Riddler. Because the story goes okay. that he's he's signed on, or he's being signed on, or courted, whatever it is, in talks to uh, be a classic Batman villain. 
Yeah, but I the reason that everything is still ongoing is because the studio and the filmmakers don't even know which villain he's good. They know they want him. Yeah. <clears throat> but they don't know who they want him to play. They should make him play Joker because we haven't seen that before. Because <laughs> we need another one in the mix. You're right. Especially after definitively they said that there will be no crossover with this world of Joker yeah. and Batman with Joaquin Phoenix, which kind of bummed me out a little bit. I mean, I haven't even seen the movie yet, but it kind of bummed me out a little bit. Like, leave the door like a little bit open because yeah. the movie's going to be great. Like, don't in the DC world, don't crank out just nonsense for years. And then when you throw one really great product out there where people start talking about Academy Award nominations, and then you're like, oh my God, wouldn't it be cool? And then they just look at you and go, shut up, stupid. Yeah, it doesn't work. And anymore. you're like, oh, but just like, can we not yeah. even like talk about how cool it would be if like we did another one with Ben? No, no we work in Hollywood. Why would don't. we do that? We're the professionals. Okay. Just shut up. <laughs> um, so I could see, yeah, I could see Jonah Hill playing both of those characters. Yeah. Although I could see him playing the Penguin a lot more. Why? Because he's fat? Yes. But Jonah Hill can get skinny too. He sure can. And he has before. But for, I don't know. I just see him more as Penguin. Which, which I, but I don't particularly like either of those two villains, though. Like Penguin uh, and Riddler. Yeah. I mean, in the classic style, I would be very interested in seeing a sort of what they can do with a revamped vision of either Penguin or Riddler. Like, is there a different way to look at the character? Um, I think Penguin, the Penguin character, because the Penguin character is just like a crime boss, right? Like yeah. he's not. I think the penguin character, though, was he be, actually born from penguins in the sewers and stuff like this? Or like, what? How does the story go? I don't know where fans are on the sort of lore of the penguin. No, I think he was like deformed, and then his parents gave him away. Yeah, and then he ended like up that. living in the sewers with all them penguins. <laughs> okay, in Gotham with penguins. <laughs> so I gotcha. I don't know. I think I don't know. I anyway. think they can make that penguin character a lot darker. Uh, than sure. we've traditionally seen, and I'm down. I'm down with that. But uh, but yeah, so that's the latest Jonah Hill. A lot of people are happy Jonah Hill because yeah, one, I'm he's glad. a fantastic actor. I'm not. I can't hate on him. No, God not no. At all. I, 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 I like Jonah Hill is great in everything that he's in. Yeah, like he's never Jonah Hill is never somebody who you don't notice in a movie. You always notice Jonah Hill in a movie because he's so good. So Robert Pattinson and Jonah Hill, I'm like a hundred percent down for that. Um. Who else would they add, though? Or would they just make it one villain for the movie? They're not going to try to cram, like, a bunch of villains, right? Oh, God. Oh, and correct me. Uh, tell me this, though. Yeah. Riddle me this. Yeah. Is this Batman with Robert Pattinson, right? Uh -huh. Is this part of... Is it going to be part Who of the entire know. DC cinematic no universe? I have no idea. Like, will Wonder Woman... I have no idea. Because make an this appearance is, this or is a Aquaman? Much, no, because this is a much younger Batman. So it's not part of that universe. No, I don't so think so. What's going to happen when they do another... Shut like up, stupid. We know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see Lil Nas X on Ellen? I did not. No, neither. I didn't watch that. I didn't know it was on. Um, the more he... he well, no, the more he talks, the more I, I like him, which is weird with a pop star. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it because like, he's like... <clears throat> Excuse me. The most honest? No, I don't right like now? when. No, I don't. I'm not a big fan of you know when everybody starts getting issuey. And I know that the issues are very important, and they're allowed to have their opinion, and they can fight for whatever they want. But when the issuey stuff becomes their entire platform, mm. 
Um, I just sort of get, I get a little bit bored. That's all. I'm not saying don't do it. I just get a little bit bored. But with Lil Nas X, when he came out, there was a big gap from when he came out to when he actually started talking about coming out. Yeah. Which was quite remarkable when you think about it with what that song was doing. And then he showed up on, was it the show, The the Shop? Yeah. With uh, Kevin Hart Kevin was there. <clears throat> and now he's doing Ellen. But I like the way that he sort of frames his position as somebody who came out and as an advocate and, and all this stuff. I, I don't know, there's something about Little Nas X where his whole song and just rocket ship to superstardom and breaking records and everything else sort of seemed like a fluke. But when you listen to him talk about himself in this way, it's very calculated and incredible. I had to worry about like family and friends, like how they would react, I guess. But it's like, you know, in the past year, like I'm, I'm in a new level. So it's like, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Uh, and also just how it would be good for the youngins who are listening to me right now, yep. who are going to have to go through stuff like this in the future, right. so no, like it's, it's all right, I guess. Yeah, it is all right. Are you in a relationship right now? Somewhat. All right. Somewhat. Oh, oh, you're very good looking. You're, you're, you're. Could you imagine being in a relationship where the, your partner was asked if they're in a relationship and they said somewhat? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I like it because it's a very, like I'm trying to think of. It's a very mature kind of thing to say but, and but, you forget that he's still just a kid, right? But who else is the example? Is there another mm-hmm. example from somebody from that kind of hip hop world who is out and freely out and talks about it in this way? No. Is there another example? No, I don't think so. Who else? Anybody know? No, nobody. Right? Nobody. He's kind of like the real... But like when you play the numbers, it just doesn't work out. Like he can't be the only one. He's just the only one that's out. Yeah. Right? But I like, I don't know, there's something about Lil Nas X that I I just find extremely endearing. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got yogurt on my face on my mouth. Do you have yoga on your face? Yeah, do I? Oh, yogurt. Yogurt. Not yoga. No. Oh, uh, no. I'm good? It's tough, okay. to, it's tough because you have so much gray now. No, let's that just In this like lighting, because the studio is real dark. No, just like one, two hair. No, no, no. Yeah. One, two hair of gray? Yeah. Dude, I remember two. when you got your black. first. I remember when you got your first gray hair in your beard. Like, I really do. No, you remember now you look, seeing no, it. No, no, no. Yeah. For the first time. Right. Now you look like you work at Santa's workshop. I, <laughs> shut up. No, I don't. <laughs> you look like no, one of the little elves. It's like one, two here and there. Yeah, okay. Dude, <laughs> it's like sprinkle. No, you know what I first, when I first noticed I got it? Yeah. Was when, because like, I don't know, 11, 12 years ago, I had alopecia. That's on right. My face. I no, that was what we were doing <clears> the show. Uh, no, so when we started doing the show yeah. was when everything was starting to grow back. So when I had alopecia, yeah. like I had all these spots on my face where hair just wouldn't Dude, grow. Dude, I remember that. Right? Yeah. And uh, eventually everything started growing back, but those patches, yeah. when the hair started growing back, they were growing in gray instead of the beautiful jet black that I used to have. Right. Also age. No, I, okay. It was the alopecia. No, it was not the yeah. alopecia. It was the alopecia. Listen, it was not. I'm still a young millennial. Yeah, I got that jet black beard. Sure, 
Yeah. You're, you sound like, like Maury. He's a young like, gay man. He's <laughs> <laughs> a young millennial. He's <laughs> a young millennial. The two of you. I don't know what to do with you. You're like, you're gray. You still call yourself a millennial with pride. Mm. Maury calls Go, himself a young gay guy. Part of like gay guys that I know are the most judgmental when it comes to age. That's true, true. Yeah, but we're not like daddies. We're like, you know, young The looking. only reason, Maury, that you and Matthew still consider yourselves to be young gay guys is because you're short. So why don't you say small gay guys? No, you can't do that. Okay, why not? Just because, no, because... If you were 6'2", you would not refer to yourself as a young gay man. We're not, so we can have fun with this. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Fun, like children. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Hey, Nick, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Good, buddy. How are you? Good. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Nick, uh, you first joined us back in March, and you wrote us for Fix My Life, saying that your mom and dad split when you were born, and that you'd been searching online for your dad your entire life, and you found finally found his wife on Instagram and Facebook. You said that he's a multi-millionaire and lives in Ohio, and that you've reached out to him through his work email, but he ignored you. Uh, you found his parents on Facebook, and they tell you that uh, he hasn't told his wife about you, and you wanted to know if you should get in contact with him and quote blow up his marriage (laughs) or hope that he'll come around one day (laughs) and your wife told you that you should crush his new life with his bimbo wife oh wow and we were like i think the question that we had for you was would you feel this way about your birth father if he was poor and your answer to that was no you feel the rage because he's rich and um you were kind of looking for a handout yeah basically yeah and then we and then we got into you know you can reach out because if you are if you were sort of abandoned or whatever it is and you do find your adopted parents you you can reach out to them not to build some sort of relationship but it is your right to reach out to them and ask for like family medical records and stuff like this because that affects you and your life and your children and your family uh but so what did you do did you did you go at him and did you blow up his perfect rich life with his bimbo wife? Yeah, you know what? No, I took your advice. Um, I did decide to reach out uh, to his um, to his ex-wife, though, yeah. who was also somebody else that I found during my investigation. She, she also said that she didn't want to get involved, but uh, she does have uh, two kids with him, which, which are ultimately my brothers. And uh, she was absolutely fine with me uh, starting a relationship with them. Uh, however, she just she wanted to stay neutral, uh, you know, stay out of the picture, and said she would just kind of leave it up to me. So, I'm still playing with the idea whether or not I should kind of uh, go ahead and, and reach out to my brothers, which which I think would ultimately uh, the the word would probably get back to him at some point. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so you know what, taking taking your advice, looking at it from a different perspective, uh, you know, I thank you for letting me know that you know money doesn't really change a whole lot and uh you know at the end of the day we're all human it can mean everything or it can mean nothing so for me i think i think for me i i just need to focus on my family and like you guys said and and just uh you know i'm happy to have a beautiful wife a beautiful kid and uh, a great career so i'm just gonna i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna just focus on myself and uh, my family, and, and that's what really matters to me. I think money is irrelevant. Hey! So. Nick, listen, man. You have no idea how proud we are of you. Oh, thanks, guys. Like, yeah, that's you know what? amazing, because you, like, when we talked to you back Oof, in you March, were you were ready <laughs> to, like, destroy your dad's life. 
Like, you are mad that your father is now married to somebody who is 20 years younger than him, who is just, you know, a little bit older than you are. Like, you were full, full of rage, ready to take this guy out. Yeah. You know what? You write it. uh, You can almost write a documentary on it. I got to admit, it's a pretty tough pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, you know, that's just given the circumstances how I grew up, right? Single parent family. Didn't have a whole lot. But you know what? had a great self-esteem, a good head on my shoulders, stayed out of trouble. And, uh, you know, like you guys said, you guys grew up with some rich kids and they're absolutely miserable. They come from beautiful, wealthy families and Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're they're a train wreck. So, you know, it really doesn't mean anything guys. You just got to keep trucking in life. And, uh, if it's meant to be, it'll, it'll come at you. I'm curious though, because now you have siblings that are out there. Um, yeah. That, that, do they know about you or they, do they not know about you? I'm going to, I'm going to say no, they, no, they huh? definitely wouldn't know about See, me. Yeah, your, so your dad, your dad's one situation, but I'll tell you if I was your half brother and yeah. our rich a-hole dad didn't tell me about you, I don't know if I would ever forgive him. Yeah. And that's the other thing, right? Like I'm basically the secret of the family. So, you know, I know, reach, I know reaching out to these kids, it's going to, it's going to cause a family feud for sure. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe your issue, maybe your hunt shouldn't be for the old man and the, and the financials in his life and the abandonment issues. Maybe, maybe your thing should be your, your siblings, because I'll, I'll tell you if I, if I had a brother or sister out there that my father or parents hid from me because of whatever reason. And I found out way later in life that I had a brother that I didn't know about. I'd be pissed. I don't know if I'd ever forgive him for that. Yeah. eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Really, really. I would because, because that, that's, that, that, that's different. That's not, no, they're not involved in this. And, and to, 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 to hide a a sibling from somebody I think is, is an atrocious thing to do. Yeah. I I would agree with you for sure, man. There's, you know what the, the really sad thing is, is yeah, not only am I missing out on the other, you know, part of having a big They're family. They're missing out on you, man. Yeah, exactly. Not not only that, like um, my dad, he's also he's also a grandfather to a beautiful little girl that he oh, and he's never lock, gonna right? he's never gonna know that. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, so obviously right. he's not, obviously he's not concerned. Yeah, obviously, right? Yeah. You know, uh, why would he? He's got yeah. all them dollars. <laughs> yeah. multimillionaire, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's but all good. Yeah, no. Thanks for uh, thanks for checking in with us again, Nick. That was really great. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me and uh, allowing me to share my message to to the world. Right on. All right, take care, Nick. All right, guys, you have a good one. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Did you ever see Clue the movie? Uh, no. No? We watch it all the time, man. Is there a new one? No, no, no. It's old. It's oh. old, old, old. Who's in it? We still watch it all the time. Um, God, who's in Clue? Hold on here. I know the game. Yeah, the, well, do you ever play the game? We play the My. game always. No, we're not really big board game people no? in our house. No, not yet, at least. Yeah, you will be because Clue's a really fun, fun I couldn't game. tell you the last time I played Clue or even, uh, I don't even ever remember who's playing the guy, Clue. Who's the main Christopher guy? Lloyd is in the Clue movie. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd's in it, but who's the other? Who, um, Doc Brown from Back to the Future? Yeah, Tim Curry. Tim Curry that's the main guy. Okay, so here's the... Uh, Tim Curry from Home Alone 2? Yeah, and uh, Michael McKean is in it and uh, Martin Mull was in it. I don't know who any of those But folks the are. original Clue movie was awesome because if you remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, when they released Clue, because the board game Clue is like a whodunit, right? It's a sure. murder mystery, basically. Okay. And you have to figure out who done it. But correct me if I'm wrong, that when they first released Clue, they made three different endings for it. And theaters around the country got different endings for the movie. Oh, yeah? Like people were given different versions of the movie. I think that's the way that it was. Why doesn't anybody uh, do that now? Well, they are. Oh, they are. So, yeah. So they're remaking Clue. Oh. 
And as much as I love Clue, because I will, I will say this, I don't say that there's a lot of perfect movies, yeah. but Clue is really close to a perfect movie. It is so bananas. Like the, like the, it is so wildly out there. So just the, to, just to, yes, yes, they released three different endings. So you didn't know which ending you were going to get when you oh, went to the theater because, I like that idea. because you had to guess. That's the whole thing. Sure. So when you watch the movie, you're guessing who pieced it, try and piece it all the, together. Uh, the, the Netflix, the one that you and I like, the Netflix, oh, Bandersnatch. No, 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 no. the Netflix, uh, who done it with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler oh, that released oh, oh, oh. summertime. Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery. That's such a good movie, That was a man. really, really good movie. If you have not yet seen it, yeah. watch that movie this weekend. So the new version of Clue... <laughs> okay. What? what? The new version of Clue, they have a director and two stars already for Clue. Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds are going to do the new Clue. No, they are not. Yeah. I love the two of them together. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So That is fantastic. Yeah. So Deadline says that Jason Bateman uh, is in talks to direct the remake and it will star with, and he'll star with Ryan Reynolds. I love that. Come on. That is great. I'm Listen, yeah. I'm not really about reboots. Yeah. Do overs anything? Yeah. Like I'm down with this one because there's so much you can do with it. Like if you haven't seen, I think that the, I think you can watch Clue on Amazon Prime. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, that's where we watch it all the time. But it is such a bananas movie. Like it's so out there, crazy that you will fall in love with it if you haven't already seen Clue. What's the movie that the two of them did? Uh, it was a switch them up movie where. Oh God! Ryan Reynolds was like the the single playboy, uh, yeah. And then Jason Bateman was, it was a family a sw- it was guy. A switch a movie, and they peed in a magical fountain after a <laughs> night of drinking. And then when they wake up the next morning, they're in each other's bodies. What's it called? What's it called? The change up. The change up. Oh, there you up. go. The change up. Yeah, yeah. The two of them in that movie oh, are so funny, right? So funny. Yeah. So anyway, so they're redoing Clue, which which makes all of my dreams come true oh. because I love those two together. Yeah, for sure. I love that movie. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. About that time, son. About that time. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Of course, brother. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, apparently, Joaquin Phoenix walked out of an interview over a question that was asked to him by film critic Robbie Collin of The Telegraph. Um, and so it begins. And I said that this was going to happen. What? But what? wait for the backlash for the Joker that the Joker is no longer going to be seen as a comic book villain where we should look at it and judge it in that world. What the criticism is going to be is that in this movie, they've created a hero for violent incels who want to act out and burn the world down. And so the guy from the Telegraph asked Joaquin Phoenix... What he thought of the idea that this movie may inspire somebody to do the same things that the Joker does. Oh, geez. And then Joaquin Phoenix got up and he paused and he said, why would you? And then he left the room and I guess then he met with publicists and he came back in the room. Uh, And uh, his answer to that was that that question hadn't even crossed his mind. So I think what a lot of people are tuning into now is the sort of popular conversation that is going to happen around the Joker. And that is no joke. 
Uh, did you get what Maury just put in the Megan Trainer song, Mocha? I did, yes. You did. Okay, so Megan Trainer has released a cover of I'll Be There For You in honor of Friends' 25th anniversary. Huh? Are you interested in listening to this? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maury's in there booing it. Maury's giving double middle fingers. Yeah, nonsense. Wow. This, this ain't it. This ain't it. Okay, can you roll it back to the beginning for me, please? Sure. Because there's a couple of iconic clap moments. See, there's a couple of iconic clap, clap moments from songs past. One is the clap from the theme of Friends yeah. and the other is the clap from 90210. Oh yeah. And I think that those claps have to live on their own. I don't think you can put the beat behind them. I think so, that they need to survive on their own. For example, the original Friends theme. I guess maybe they did the same No, thing, but you but know what? You know just, what takes away from that clapping moment? What is, is it? Is the fact that in the Megan Trainor song, what they don't have in the Friends theme is they added the claps on beat. Right? Listen. Right when it starts. Right here. Listen. Right? That snare drum is made to sound like a clap, so it takes away from... The, 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 the. I think 2019 may have killed this because what I'm realizing now is that the claps in Megan Trainor's song aren't real human beings clapping. No, it sounds like a snare drum. It's uh, it's it's processed. It's it's they're not real hands clapping. I think that that's the difference. It needs oh. to be real hands clapping. So are you not into this? Why yeah. do we need this? Well, I don't know. Why yeah. does anybody cover anything, more? No, we were fine with the original. Yeah, I mean it's all right. Not, you're not you're not feeling I'm not it. Like oh man, let's replace the original. Also, she goes down at the end of the chorus instead of going up, which I found weird because when you want to sing that song, you want to go up at the end of the chorus, not down at the end yeah. of the chorus. She almost sounds like she's kind of bored singing the song. Listen, don't get me wrong, I love Megan Trainor. Yeah, yeah, see, not real hands. Okay, that's the first thing. And I don't want to be a hater here. But listen to the chorus here. She goes down instead of up. You want to go up. Ready? See how oh, she yeah. goes down? Uh, right? Instead of um, Right. Yeah, she doesn't go up. She goes down. She goes down. Yes. And that's the part that's supposed to go down, right? That's what I she said. Okay, stop it. Wow, dude. Wow. Wow. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thomas Cook's story out of the UK is just wild. I think there's, I'm trying to see what that number was, but the amount of people that use this vacation company that were stranded was like an astronomical number. So, 
Uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson questioned whether the travel firm's bosses should have paid themselves so much ahead of its uh, collapse. Oh, no. Yeah, so Thomas Cook was brought down by $2.1 billion in debt built up by a series, they say, of ill-fated deals. It had to sell 3 million holidays a year just to cover interest payments. Holy... And with the business draining cash, its chief executive, this is where the story, uh, this is what the, the prime minister was talking about. Its chief executive, Peter Frankhauser, earned $10.3 million in 2015. And uh, sorry, $10.3 million last year and four point three in 2015. And the British government said that it was unwilling to, quote, throw good money after bad to bail out the company. Uh, but there are like people stranded all over the world now. Oh, no. And this is um, audio of, I believe it was the pilot addressing passengers on a plane from Cancun back to Manchester yesterday. Just like to take this opportunity to thank all the crew Also, put it together, man. You're flying the plane. Yeah. <laughs> you still got to land, bro. Yeah. Like, say that when you're on the tarmac. Right? You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yeah, no, it is just, like, unbelievably shocking. Um, Jennifer Lopez and Hustlers. You know that this thing wasn't going to have a fantastic run at film festivals and then a fantastic opening weekend at the box office and have everybody talking about Academy Award consideration without a little backlash. So, Samantha Barbash who inspired J-Lo's character. So Samantha Barbash was a New York stripper who pled guilty to heading the ring of strippers in New York that drugged and stole from rich clients who would come into the strip joint. Yeah. And so now a lawyer for Samantha Barbash has given XTX, that's the company that made Hustlers, 10 days to come up with a deal for Barbash claiming a flagrant violation of their client's rights. The company countered saying it didn't need her approval to make the movie saying this, we will defend our right to tell factually based stories based on public record and look forward to resolving this matter before a judge. So they did offer her something, um, but Barbash said that it was peanuts. And this is a clip of her. It's about my life. They pretty much basically stole my story. I, I wouldn't sign my rights away. I wasn't giving up my TV and film rights. J-Lo doesn't work for free. Why would I? Oh, uh, she said that uh, she has Hermes bags that are worth more than the money that they offered her for her story. Oh, uh, back. <laughs> and, but okay, so here's the thing: like, do they need permission? The reality is, no, they don't. Okay, but I guess the thing that sucks is when they're promoting the movie and you're the real person, 
and you have to listen to all the actors in the movie talking about how this is, in fact, your life. So this is Julia Stiles, who's in the film. Um, it's uh, based on a New York Magazine article about these uh, strippers uh, at scores in New York uh, that started drugging the men that would come into the champagne room and racking up huge credit card tabs. Um, and Jennifer Lopez is the ringleader, Constance Wu. Um, I play the I play the journalist who wrote the story yeah. and interviews them all um, yeah. after they've been arrested and convicted. And so here's J Lo talking about the real life story. This is going to be great. This is a based on an article that was a true story. This was <laughs> oh, no. you know it's a fictional movie, but no? it's it's there's a reality to it. This was happening. Things like this were going on. You don't have to. You don't have to. That's the thing. It's like it's a, based on an article. It's all public record. It's all based on an article. There was a court case. There was everything else. Like you don't. <laughs> You don't have to, but I guess they went to the real stripper and offered her something, and she was like, no. Said no. Well, what are you going to do? You hold out for more, man. You hold out for more. But apparently, new technology can help reverse baldness. Oh, hey, more, get in here. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, no? Oh. Engineers at the University of Wisconsin-Madison have developed a new technology that could help reverse baldness. It's a device that stimulates the skin with low-frequency, painless electric pulses that coax hair follicles that have essentially fallen asleep to resume production. So, And they say it's small enough that you can wear under a hat. So I guess it's something oh. you have to wear on your head, oh, and then you put that. a hat over yeah. top of it, and you're okay, I guess. But baldness is really the last thing that it's okay to discriminate against and, and also make fun of. You know what I mean? Is it, though? It really is. I guess, yeah. It really is. Like, a woman can freely say... Oh, God, I don't want to date him. He's bald. And everybody else is like, oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Right? You can't say that about any other thing no. that any person has. Also, bald jokes perfectly fine still in 2019. <laughs> it's the last thing. The Moore's in there celebrating. It's the last thing you can make fun of in 2019. Now there's a cure. So celebrate your baldness. <laughs> Nancy bald Pelosi yesterday finally moved on the impeachment process after reports that Donald Trump pressed the uh, UK's president to investigate unsubstantiated corruption allegations against Joe Biden while holding up $391 million in American aid to Ukraine. Democrats said that leaning on a foreign power for dirt on an opponent crossed the line. This was Nancy Pelosi yesterday. This week, the president has admitted to asking the president of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. Oh. The action of the Trump, the action of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. I'm directing our six committees to proceed with their investigations under that umbrella of impeachment inquiry. The president must be held accountable. No one is above the law. Uh, Trump called it more breaking news. Witch hunt garbage. He also referred to it as presidential harassment in all caps. Ooh, Kofi Fee. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Wasn't she, I thought she didn't want to impeach him before. Well, this like, problem, wasn't she now she's all about that. There's po- so much. There's so much pressure on Nancy Pelosi from all the other <laughs> Dems and all this new stuff that is coming out with Ukraine. Yeah. That now she felt that she has no choice. Uh, um, so Trump now joins Andrew Johnson, Richard Nixon, and Bill Clinton facing serious threat of woo! impeachment. The problem is if that if this goes to the Senate trial, right? Uh, a conviction requires a two thirds vote, meaning at least twenty Republican senators would have to break with Trump. So. 
it's not looking good for that if it gets that far. But I'm telling you, man, you like you have to if you're gonna make this call, you gotta know it's gonna work. Otherwise, yeah. it's four more years of Trump because they all thought they wouldn't have to win the next election because the Mueller report was going to boot him out of office. Oh, and then the Mueller report wasn't convincing enough for people. So then they had that hearing. They brought Robert Mueller in, being like, "Okay, this is gonna be the thing that sinks Trump," and it was an absolute disaster. Yeah. And that didn't sink him. And now with this impeachment thing, if this doesn't go through. You guys, they have to start talking about things that people like winnable things in an election. Like you have to start talking about jobs and the economy and money and security and children and healthcare and all this stuff. But if you just go full on with this impeachment and you don't get it, it will be four more years of Donald Trump, which is worst case scenario. Uh, Lindsay Lohan's got a brand new song. Are you interested in oh, hearing it? Yes. So there was a there was a tease released a little while ago. The song's called Xanax. And oh, Maury, is that how you, the, is that how you pronounce that? Selected. Can you uh, select that file for me, please? It's uh, written and recorded with Finnish pop artist Alma, uh, who co-wrote Miley Cyrus's um, Mother's Daughter and Slide Away earlier this year. Only one reason I came here Too many people I can't hear Damn, I thought you were ten. Austin Matthews is facing a disorderly conduct charge in Arizona. So I guess there is a hearing that's scheduled for 1130 this morning. He doesn't have to be there. The incident took place on May 26. According to the police report, a female security guard at a condo complex in Scottsdale made the complaint after she said Matthews and a group of guys tried to open her car doors as she sat inside doing paperwork at 2 a.m. The complaint said that she got out of her car and confronted Matthews, who she said appeared to be intoxicated. She then said Matthews said that he thought it would be funny to see how she would respond. Uh, the report states that Matthews then walked away, dropped his pants, bent over, grabbed his butt cheeks, although he was wearing underpants, and then walked back into the condo with his pants around his ankles. The report says surveillance video shows all of this happening. I got you leave nation right here. Jeez, um, well, that's off. Don't do that. If you, why Guys find it funny to do that stuff. Like big douchey guys find it funny to like scare a woman. There's nothing funny about that. Like you're such a jerk. Like you and all your drunken friends. Like what? Yeah. What would you see a woman in a car at two o'clock in the morning? And you're like, like and you're like, and you're like, let's right? scare the hell out of her. Like who thinks that way? It's a, so a, ridiculous. Twenty-two-year-old drunk yeah, idiot. True. Uh, Marvel Studios uh, president Kevin Feige. Yeah, Kevin Feige is developing a new Star Wars movie for Disney. Hold on. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. According to the Hollywood Reporter, they say that uh, Feige will produce. And executive produce a new Star Wars movie for Lucasfilm with uh, President Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, wait. Some insiders claim yeah, go. that it could be a precursor to Feige taking over the role at Lucasfilm. Yeah? In addition to all his stuff that he's doing with Marvel? 
Yeah, I guess. Oh, wow. With the close of the Skywalker saga, they say, Kathleen Kennedy is pursuing a new era of storytelling. And knowing that diehard fan, knowing what a diehard fan Kevin is, it made sense for these two extraordinary producers to work on a film together. While development on the Star Wars movie is still in the very early stages, it's reported that Feige is already considering casting options. Sources are claiming that he has reached out to, quote, a major actor and said there is a specific role he would like the actor to play if the movie is made. So you could take Mm. that as meaning that there will be a recurring character from a Star Wars that we know. I mean, Boba Fett's the one that, like... Boba Fett, but nobody nobody would be a... No, you know why they, they can't do the, make a Boba Fett movie now? Well, because it's way long, too long after the fact. No, Boba and Fett they, would be long gone. No, I know, but they, uh, they also ruined his origin story with the prequels. Right, but Boba Fett died in Jedi. He did. He fell in a, kind of a hole. A cra- crappy. Yeah, and also, Boba Fett is not nearly as cool as everybody thinks he is. Nobody wants a Boba Fett oh, movie. Oh, I know what they're going to do. So I don't know what that means. I know what they're going to do. What? The only option right now, and Star Wars nerds will agree. Yeah. It's going to be an Ewok spinoff. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. You're the worst. Has to be. You're the worst. Nobody wants an Ewok. Nobody wants a Boba Fett movie. Nobody wants an Ewok spinoff. Maury wants an Ewok spinoff, he says. Uh, just for the record, under Feige's leadership, you can leave this on, yub nub. Oh, of course. I Under will. Feige's leadership, Marvel Cinematic Universe's 22 movies have grossed 8.5 billion domestically and 22.5 billion worldwide. So yeah, you give him Star Wars. Yup, nub for real. Right? Uh, it was down to ice cream and egg on the Masked Singer last night. Okay. And so here, I'll play you a clip. So here's a little clip of ice cream singing. the mass singer so you're listening to that voice trying to place it right trying to be you're like who do i know that's famous that could be uh dressed up as ice cream on the mass singer remember what i said you immediately start going too high and you have to rein it back in okay let me listen to this again okay Like, who would you say? You, I don't you know, know. Okay, it's so not a singer. I don't think it's a singer. You no, know, it's celebrities dressed up as like there's a Rottweiler this year, there's a tree. So, this was ice cream. Let me tell you who it was. Oh, you know. I know who it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he was revealed last night because he went home last night. Is it an actor? Okay, so again, man, I know you're thinking. I know where your head's no, going. No, no, not A-list. Not like Brad Pitt or... or okay. Nothing like that. Okay, it was... Like uh, Brian it, Austin it, Green. It was Ninja the Fortnite player. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was never... How long would it have taken you to get to Ninja the Fortnite player? Years. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
Scooter Braun says, quote, the truth always comes out in his first remarks on the Taylor Swift drama. If you remember, Taylor went off uh, both on social media and in Rolling Stone on Scooter Braun because he purchased her entire catalog when he bought Big Machine Records from yeah. Scott Perchetta. Uh Scooter says this, not everyone's going to be happy with everything that you do. And I think with the long term, what I've learned is that over time, the truth always comes out. And I'm confident in that. He goes on to say, I try to do things above board. I try to do the right, I try to do the right thing. Finishes by saying, I went through some drama recently, I guess speaking of Taylor, and then I put my phone down and I looked at my friends and I looked at my family in the backyard and I was like, I'm good. I've done nothing malicious with intent. I'm happy. So I don't know what he's going to say, but what he's going to do or what he's going to do. If I were him, I'd be figuring out all the ways I can make money off Taylor's back catalog. You know what oh, I mean? I'm like, sure Like, because why not? Why not? I'm he not taking it. sides here. No, I know. He owns it. Uh, police in the UK arrested a guy for abusing 911. And these happen all the time. And especially in the States where they release these 911 calls where people call for just absolute nonsense reasons. We had one here in in Canada where the guy called because they were going to put tomatoes on his sandwich. He called 911 on a restaurant yeah. owner because they were going to put tomatoes on his sandwich. So let me go through this one with you. Police in the UK arrested a guy because he called 911 to do nothing but burp. No. Yes. Casper's emergency. <laughs> yes, hi. I mean, obviously, I know what you're doing, but you, you did this. You, did, you were doing this the other day. Hello? Okay, so... Oh, my God. After his third so time calling gross. to just burp, yeah. they decided to release some of the audio, hoping to shame him, and maybe they figured that would hopefully get him to stop. Yeah. But then the audio went viral. And the guy wound up calling 911 to do nothing but burp 19 more times. Oh, my God. That same day. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm famous now. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so, so gross. However, they did track him down because when you call 911, they know where you are. Well, yeah. That's the reason they have 911. Uh, so they arrested him. <laughs> Cashbreaks emergency. <laughs> right, you can't do that, man. That's so okay. gross. <laughs> it's so gross. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Before we get to uh, ask Roz and Mocha and get Emily on the phone to ask her question, I have two uh, podcast reviews to read to you guys. These we gather from Apple Podcasts. So if you've not yet left a rating and or review, uh, you can do so. And we love reading these on the Razamoka Show podcast. AD199524 writes this, My parents and boyfriend all live in Mississauga, Ontario, and I have to travel to London, Ontario every week for school. Oof. Driving back to London is the most depressing and stressful time <laughs> of the week for me. But listening to you guys every Monday makes my commute a little less overwhelming. I also wanted to congratulate you both for finishing 10 years. I just want you guys to know that I've been listening to both of you ever since I was in grade 7 wow. and I am now in my final year of my masters. Wow. You guys are both amazing and I also enjoy the comic relief Maury brings to the show. So thank you very much for that review. Are we on in London or no? We're not we're on in not London. On Why are we in, on in London? In London, Ontario. I don't know. 
I'm sure we can talk to somebody. Do we own a station there? Yeah, we own like three. Yeah, but I think that this show would do great in London. That's like a big college town, right? Um, And we've always said anytime we read these reviews, we are legit getting five stars right across the board. Yeah. Right? And I look for anything below five just because I'm curious. But I haven't been able to find anything because they are all, every single review is a five-star review. That's amazing. Are you hinting for low stars? (laughs) Bobby Down the Legend 23 writes, the subject line, one star. Oh. Oh. And legit gave us one star. Really? Oh, no. You know that? (laughs) Jeez. Oh. Love the podcast, but I'm only giving one star to the people who say that Roz is the best. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) for real? Oh, no. So you cost our one star rating, Roz. Oh, no. (laughs) We had a perfect rating? We had a perfect rating. For years. Yeah, but Bobby Down the Legend 23 just (laughs) eliminated our our win streak. (laughs) And it's (laughs) your fault, Roz. Oh, that sucks, man. Uh, No, you suck, Ross. (laughs) Look what you did. (laughs) Because of you, we got one star. That's not because of me. That's not (laughs) fair, man. I don't Uh, like that. Yo, Bobby down the legend. I don't know if there's any way to like to 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 restar that or re-review. Can you change your mind? Or is there anything I can do? Re-comment Bobby the Legend. Or Bobby Down the Legend, I don't even know what you called yourself. Bobby Down the Legend 23. Bobby Down the Legend 23. Uh, if there is anything I can do to sort of win your favor, if there's anything I can do to get on your good side to where you would consider deleting and changing that rating, I'm up for healthy debate. I think there's not enough healthy debate in this world, especially in 2019. If, if you want to have that conversation, I'm willing to plead a case okay. to get you to take that down. I have an idea. Okay, yeah. Bobby Down the Legend 23. Yeah. You email us, okay? Roz and Mocha, R O Z A N D M O C H A at K I S S 925.com. Roz and Mocha at kiss925.com. Email us your phone number. We're going to get in touch with you. And on the phone on a future episode, hopefully the next episode of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast, we'll have you on with us okay. to discuss this uh, yeah. one star rating. Yeah. Now, this is where things get dangerous, though. Why? Can I tell you why? Because I know how this works and I know how the fans work, which is we're going to have Bobby down the legend 23 on the show so I can try and convince him why he should change his one star rating. Yeah. Once people realize that all you have to do is give us one star to get on the show, we are going to be inundated with one star reviews for people thinking that we're going to call and debate. Oh, them. no, 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 we're not going to do that. <laughs> this is like an it's exclusive. It's a one time, one time only. One time for Bobby down the legend 23. Right. Okay. All right, uh, ask Razamoka time. These are the questions that we get from Instagram at kiss925. And, uh, of course, get one of you to join us. Hello, Emily. How are you? Good, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you for your question on Instagram. And thank you for uh, taking time out of your day to join us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what's your question? Uh, My question is, what high-level job do you think you could lie your way into with no experience and no one would notice? High level, high level job. Like, what are we saying? What do we, when you say high level, what's like, in your, kind of in your mind right now? Like FBI, high government, oh DEA, boy. that kind of thing. Lie yourself. Now, okay, so how do I, how do you get around the sort of the, the checkable facts? Like, are we omitting that they could call references? References? Or how are we doing this here? A lie is a lie, guys. Okay, okay. So you would, <laughs> so, so, so then, so then I would also then have to oh, create reference. Like if you, if you say police detective, 
right? Yeah. Then I would have to create my own background that they could then cross-reference to make sure. But let's just consider right now the work involved. So let's consider what (laughs) skills maybe you have in life that would fit perfectly into a high-level occupation where at doing the job, so whether it be detective or doctor or school teacher for that matter, what skills do you have that you could pull off doing the job where no one would question that you've lied and have not been trained in doing that actual job? <laughs> so what would that be? Okay, what hold on. Before we like? give our answers, Emily, what would your answer be? I think... I don't know, maybe being the prime minister because it doesn't take an idiot to run the country. That's yeah, but no, no, opinion. no, you can't. you got to be voted in, though. It's not oh, up to true. you. It's, you can't lie. I mean, believe me, many people have You know what? I'm not a good the... liar. I'm not like Maury. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, Maury, what job, what high-level <laughs> job could you lie your way into? I was going to say doctor. Because, doctor! Because <laughs> you just, you, you watch Grey's Anatomy as long as you have. You know how the actions are, the body language, when you scrub yourself in, how you look in the outfit. Right. How would you perform a heart transplant? Oh, you you, you ask for the scalpel. What's a tracheotomy? Tracheotomy is with three transplants, right? Tray? Yep. Um, And you you cut things and you do that. But then I was going to say... There's too much math involved in being a doctor. Yeah, dude. You no, you have your helpers to do that for you. Oh, okay. Right? Your helpers. The doctor doesn't do yeah. that. Now, is that the medical okay. term? Yeah. You know, what's, you know what's so funny is that if I lied and took a job as a carpenter, right? That's fine. But that's not Mocha, high level. Mocha, if you lied and took a job as like a, I don't know, motocross champion. Sure. Right? We're both good if we get busted. Maury has decided to lie his way into a job that he would actually go to prison for yeah. if he got found out. Yeah. But then I was going to say Maury, something along the lines of detective. You came up with doctor? Detective. Right? Because I watch Law and Order all the time. Right. Right? And you just need to believe the case. You need to say some big words. You would be a terrible detective. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. No, we know so. I know so. <laughs> I know so. Elementary. No. Because you, you can't you can't sit and interview somebody. You can't get the truth out of well, somebody. Allow me to retort. Okay. <laughs> retort. Go ahead. So then what happened? Okay, so interview. So like okay. right now, right now I have a secret. Okay. okay. I have a You're secret. You're on the stand. No, no, no. I'm we're in the no. witness room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, like the, the interview room, room with the light. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The interrogation room, yes. as they say. Yes. Us detectives yes. say. What uh let so me just think you of- walk in. Okay. Right? Yeah. And Roz is sitting there and he's got handcuffs on. Yeah. You know, I have people in the other room right now that have told me exactly what you've done. So I'm willing to allow you to tell me what you've done Mm -hmm. and we will come up with some sort of a bargain right now. But if you don't want to tell me, I already know from the other people right next door, the people who know you, who we brought in as witnesses who are going to tell me what you've done, but I want to hear it right from you right now. And if you're willing to do so, we can work out some sort of a deal. Lawyer. Done. (laughs) I can't say any more to you. (laughs) Wow. wow. Way to crack that case, Detective. <laughs> detective of the year. Jeez, Maury? Don't you know that when somebody says lawyer, that's when you say, listen, understand, this is as far as we go, but I will tell you right now, I will go and get you a lawyer. It'll take a day, maybe two. You're going to be here for the duration of that time. Again, I will do that for you, but I will tell you this, what I'm offering you right now does not exist after a lawyer walks through that door. Right, but I, there's no point grilling you anymore because once you say lawyer... Hey, you gave what's, up what's like the right deal? away. No, but once, once you say what's lawyer... What's the deal? What's the deal? No, I, uh, there's no deal. 
You're not going to offer me a deal. No, I was lying. There's no people next door. I, that's what they do on SVU. There's nobody next door. They just say that so that you squirm so in you your were, pants. So wait a second. You were about to frame me. Yeah. How deceitful. So you know what I mean? Even, even Maury is yeah, crooked. Maury, Maury's crooked even when he pretends. <laughs> like you can't even pretend to be. Like, but yeah, that's called, it's not crooked. It's called interrogation. But you know that I didn't do anything. No, no, no. I'm waiting for you to tell me that you did. It's a trick. Yeah, but that's not how police work works. If he didn't do anything. No, but if you suspect that he did and you're going to grill him and if he then tells you, you that he did it, you I can have you. But you just said that you know that I didn't. No, no, no. That's no, I'm out of character right now. This is just us. No. And then we caught him in a lie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Lori, I swear, man. You You are, can work for the RCMP the at like worst. the highest level. You're the worst. Exactly. You're the, the highest worst. level. Yeah, go go. You should go and join CSIS and uh, they'll send you to Syria or something like that. You can go and get some secrets. All right, does that answer? I don't know what I would do. I, what could I lie myself? What skills do I have that I could go in and do a job that I've never done before? Sports analysis? What about um, no. analysis? What about, what about film director, movie director? You have experience and you know... Oh, I could do that. But right? is that, is I that could, high I, level? I could, I could, a I film director? Say, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, me? like, cause to me, high level means, like, you know, very respected, you know... A film of. director? So what? Yeah. I thought like, that's like... Yeah. Martin Scorsese isn't yeah, respected. I could. Uh, George Lucas They're isn't... They're the most respected. No, no, I, no they Spielberg. are respected. I could walk I onto a set. I thought she meant, like, lawyer or politician and... No, but du- directing a film... A film. Or directing a, a TV show or anything like that. Yeah, I, I think I could. I could walk on and fudge my way through directing a yeah. like, like a horror movie or something. I think like you that. could. A hundred percent. Where people maybe think that I'm not great, but I don't think anybody would suspect that I've never done that before. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. I think you true. Could do that. Thank you. Yes. All right. There you go, Emily. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. All Have right. a great day. I don't, know, I don't know why that question got me so angry. I'm like angry. It's just a conversation we had with Maury. Yeah, I know. I'm I so angry now. Like normally for us, Razamoka, I like to have a good time. I don't like to get my back up. I don't like to fight or be confrontational. I don't like fighting. I, I feel so it's terrible. Because you felt very squirmish with no, me interrogating you. I just you. feel terrible when we have these fights. I don't even know. M Piazza 80 do anything for me. has this question. When going through your closet, do you ever get excited when you find a shirt or a piece of clothing you haven't seen in a while and forgot that you had? Mm, I used to. I don't anymore because I don't have a lot of clothes oh. anymore. I got rid of everything. Um, Let me see. I got a lot of wrestling t-shirts. I don't <laughs> wear them all the time. Yeah. But I would say like two of my favorite, my uh, NWO shirt and my... Monday Night Raw, Raw's War shirt. Right. Those two. You Anytime I bust those out, I'm like, ooh, yeah. it's time for this. Okay. We're going to have a good day today. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've, yeah, I don't know. I used to, but not not so much anymore. Maury? I sometimes visit, I have a drawer of collected collectible shirts that I have that I sometimes visit and forget Describe what's in Describe what like, what's a collectible? A uh, shirt that I loved as a, uh, shirt from a TV show that I loved as a kid that I got. Um, my dad's 1970. Wait, wait, what's the shirt? Oh, called from a show called Switchback. It was okay. on CBC. Um, and is it, is it like kid size or is it grown up size? Kid size. Oh. And uh, you my, still have children's clothes that you wore as a kid yeah. in your closet? Yeah. Oh, and the shirt that I bought from season one, episode one of Queer as Folk that was actually worn on the TV. I have that shirt that he wore and my dad's 1970 uh, I don't even have to to see a picture of that shirt to know that it's shiny. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And it still has the tag on it. Uh, My dad's 1970 NBC sports shirt. Wow. You, You have like collectible stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
You know... Do you have a shirt in your drawer that you wore as a child, Mocha? No. <laughs> no. Okay, you know when you watch movies or TV shows that have like serial killers in them? Yeah. And when they finally get caught, right? Yeah. The detectives during the investigation will oh find... Please don't bring detectives back into the show. <laughs> will find like the collection of stuff that the, the serial killer has taken from their victims yeah. to keep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I find Mementos. like that <laughs> drawer yeah. in Maury's condo right. that's full of stuff including children's clothing <laughs> yeah. are those things that he's taken yeah. from his victims. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Like with Dexter, what he used to yes. do. Yes. And the they're, stored, they're stored in a drawer under the yeah. bed. Where do you keep those? <laughs> Please tell me not in that same drawer. You don't keep that jar of teeth you bought off eBay. Oh, no. It is in the same drawer. Oh, my God. And, you can't and, keep dude. children's clothes and teeth, human teeth, in the same <laughs> drawer at home, man. It's in the drawer under the bed. Okay. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's too weird, man. It's too weird. <laughs> Can I read Kimberly's question? Yes. Kimberly writes, if you could wedgie any historical person, who would it be? You know, I've never <laughs> in my life been wedgied. No, please. Never. <laughs> really? I've never been wedgied. What, did you have security with you in high school? <laughs> because you are, you're like a target for wedgie. No, people felt sorry for me. I was left alone. I, I never, remember, I've never been in a fight, never uh, been punched, never been wedgied. Never been punched in the face? No. Oh, oh it's the bro, worst. It's the worst. Oh, I don't think it's the best. No. I, uh, no, I got wedgied true. once in high school. Yeah. Yeah, in the change room after gym. Yeah. It is, oh God, it's such, I'm just yeah. like cringing thinking about it right now. Yeah. Is so the ultimate wedgie the a real worst, thing? Worst yeah. Well, feeling. so there's a difference. There's different levels of wedgie. Like I've had people wedgie me who really did not like me, but I've also had best friends wedgie me. I thought Catherine's wedgie. Catherine's wedgied me before. Oh, yeah. Jenna never wedgied you? No. Really? No. Be, like the Catherine wedgies me all the time. Really? Yes. Like uh, an aggressive wedgie? No, like I'll just... Just like she, a quick little... Yeah, she'll just tug right on the undies, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, and I wear these tight jeans, so it's real difficult for me to get it out. Like, I can't just do the pick. I actually have to undo my pants and get a hand back there <laughs> and, you know, remove it physically. <laughs> That's what she said. Shut up. <laughs> Maury, would you like to experience a wedgie? I mean, I should, right? I mean, I I'm think going to go should. through life any longer. I'm not doing it. Why? No, I'm not doing you it. No, no, I don't want Mocha to do it. I'm Why? not doing it. No, because Mocha will, he's way too aggressive. No. As a first time wedgier, it should be a gentle wedge. Okay, let me give yeah. you a gentle I'm wedge. Not, I'm not going to do it. Okay, I'll go over there. When's the last time you changed your drawers? These are brand new. Okay, are you sure? I wore Matthew's underwear yesterday. That's weird. We'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a podcast bonus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Should I so, empty my pockets? No, what for? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm only touching your underpants more. Okay, wait, let me... Can, are they sticking up into the back? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. So I'm now reaching down and I'm grabbing Maury's undies. Okay. Okay, so Maury, you know, you know the, you know what these are, right? I'm gonna pull up on your undies, and they're gonna go up your butt cheek. Do I jump at the same time? No, 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 okay. no, no. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. On the count of three. Okay. One. Ah! You did not count to three. Ah! Ah! Oh, I think it ripped a new hole. Why would anyone want that? Nobody wants a wedgie. You didn't count to three. <laughs> oh my God, it's literally in there. Yes, that's a wedgie. <laughs> now you now you get to experience digging out a wedgie. I'm still oh digging. He's still digging. <laughs> okay. 
much went in there. Do you have to undo your pants more? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Listen, I know we're all grown, <laughs> and we live in a world where bullying is awful. But wedgies are funny, right? Can we all agree that a wedgie between friends, like a wedgie when it's not done maliciously, wedgies will always be funny. (laughs) Did his eyes pop right out of his head when I did that? His eyes, his his tongue, his his brain. Oh my God. Oh, wedgies are great. Wedgies are great. Well, this is a weird ass question, man. Okay. From Z Chun Mo. You're in the middle of the ocean. There are two boats that are sinking. Okay. One with your significant other on it, Mm -hmm. and one full of children. Which one do you save? And you can only save one of them. I assume your significant other. I'm saving my significant other. Yeah. I mean, so here's the uh, this is one of those questions, right? It's like the guy in the train tracks. It's like you have the ability to rephrase the question in a way that it would change your thinking. Okay, so you're in an ocean. Mm. There's two boats, okay? One boat has 10 children on it. One boat has your significant other. At this point, you can choose to kill 10 children or your significant other. What are you choosing to do? Kill 10 children? Bye, kids. How can you not save your significant... I'm sorry, I don't know the kids. It's horrible that they're there. That's unfortunate. But can you imagine living the rest of your life knowing that you killed your significant other to save children? And you have to ask yourself going, you know, would your significant other, um, you know, totally understand the decision that you made? No. Okay, now let me rephrase you this. If you were in that water and Jen is in a boat and there's another boat that has 10 children in it, yeah. And you have the decision to save one of them. If you start swimming towards Jenna, do you think that she's not going to say save the kids? Oh, I still wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to. No. 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 Hmm. I can't have, I can't live the rest of my life without my wife. No. Absolutely not. Yeah, I can't either. I agree with you. But I'm just saying it's it's one of those. Oh, no. It's one of those. It's one of those. Like, what? I, I just, I'm just picturing now. But think of all the kids you would have then more. No, but I'm also just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You could have you could have ten children. Yeah, but how do you explain to Matthew's family? Hey, I killed Matthew to save ten children. Yeah. No. Well, even trade, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> you could convince them of that. They, they'd probably be like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> um, okay, let's see here. Uh, Chrissy Marie asks: Pasta with tomato sauce or pasta with rosé sauce? Oh, oh tomato rose. sauce all day. Tomato I agree. sauce. I agree. I'm, I'm like tomato sauce all the time. I have no idea what's in rosé sauce, but I love it. You do, huh? It's is, one of my favorite well, isn't sauces. Rosé, isn't it just uh, red sauce and white Cream, sauce? Right? Or, yeah. yeah, like fettuccine alfredo. So right? you get like the that boast sauce? of Beth wor- best worlds. The, <laughs> the boast of Beth worlds. <laughs> <laughs> the boast of Beth Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that wedgie really did some damage, huh? I may have had a stroke. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, now I'm going tomato sauce all the time, preferably with meat in it. Because uh, for me, I oh like it, I, I like tomato sauce, time. but I gotta have meat in it. Oh, I but need... that's not like if you're gonna put meat in it, absolutely. But I've had ravioli with rosé sauce, and yeah. I love rosé. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. Sam Brown asks this question, just like in the movies, Freaky Friday, Parent Trap, and the Change Up. If you could switch bodies with <sighs> one person for a short period of time, who would it be, and why? Mm. But do they get my body? That, I don't know. Yes. If we're going switch them rules, yes. they get, okay, they get sure. my body. They have to they have get your my body. body. See, so here's the thing, right? Is that you would automatically lean towards, say somebody you didn't like. Yeah. Right? Where you're like, I'm going to get on this person's body and I'm going to do something in one day that will ruin their life. Right. Forever. Like, like murder. Right? Yeah. Like I will do something <laughs> to take them down forever. But if they get my body, then they could just go home and make love to Catherine all afternoon. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> and then, so and true. And then I wouldn't be able to live with the fact that this person, as you, as me, yeah. <laughs> made love to Catherine all afternoon. So I, uh, so I don't know what would I do if I could. I would. I always say this. I always say that I would use it for some sort of financial gain. I would figure out a way to monetize the switchum. Right. With everything. Like it's the same thing with the superpower questions we get. I'm like, how do I monetize a switchum? See, my automatic answer is always going to be like The Rock. I would switch lives with The Rock. Switch bodies with The Rock. So The Rock day. could go home and make love to your wife all afternoon? Yeah, we can't have that guy. <laughs> no, he's not, he's not laying a smack I down think, I Jenna. think there's a party that might be cool with that thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I think there's a party that might be cool with that. No, you know what? You know what would upset me? If like after we switched back, right? Yeah. And Jenna was like, Oh, life changed. Completely. Yeah. And she was like so much happier. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I she's get like, home from work and she's like. Oh, yesterday remember, was. Like, <laughs> like, let's let's do like everything you did yesterday. Every single thing you did yesterday. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Do it again. again. Do it again. Yeah. Oh, you'd be terrible. Oh, yeah. Life ruined. You ruined your own life. You played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Lori? <laughs> uh, See, yeah, but then I'm thinking the same way. I was going to just change bodies with the Hawkeye at the gym just so that I could experience what it's like to have a hot body for a moment, but then you would right. switch lives with like a normal person that lives in the same city as you, <laughs> just so I could know what it's like to have abs. But but then he's going to be me and go home to Matthew. So right. yeah, but, but in your body though, in my body, yeah, yeah. So it's not like Matthew's going to be like you're going to walk in the door. Matthew's going to be like, oh my god, yeah, like it's still going to be you. Still gonna you walk in the door, how, Matthew's still going to be like, oh do, hey. Do you think for a second, Maury, that the hot guy at the gym? is going to switch him with you and be in your body and he's going to get naked and look at himself in front of the mirror and the first thing he's going to want to do is make love to Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> that guy is going to be wearing all the clothes so he doesn't have to look at that body. <laughs> Including those weird children's t-shirts yes. that you keep in that drawer right. underneath the bed, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. I love switching movies though, man. They're the best. Wasn't there one face-off with John Travolta or something where they changed faces? You know that they, they've they been trying to make a face-off sequel forever? Travolta and Nicolas no. Cage. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Like, they yeah, literally no, cut off their face and they switched yeah. skin. Yeah. Wait, the like with the two of them yeah. in the movie again? Yeah, like Nick Cage. Nick Cage desperately wants to make another face-off. You know what? I'd be down for that. Yeah. 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 Who's stopping kind of fun. Him? Well, I mean, I'm schedules sure. and money and time. Movie and, companies uh, movie probably companies, don't. There might, there, you need a script. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a director, I know these things more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Oh, here's a question that uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this story mm. or the reason why. Z Chun Mo, who asked a question earlier, mm-hmm. says, Why does Dammit Mori drive Roz to work every morning? If Mori lives walking distance, well, I don't think Mori's ever said he's lived walking distance to the studio. Uh, was there a significance as to when and why he does it? So, essentially, why does Maury mm-hmm. drive Roz into work every day? Mm-hmm. There is an actual story. So, when I first started on the show, um, Catherine used to drive Roz in every day, and I felt horrible for her. So, then I offered to Roz going, it just sucks that she has to wake up and at the time get Roxy mm-hmm. ready and sit in the car just to drive Roz here and then go back home. So, I said why don't you just let her sleep a normal night and I'll come get you. I'm up anyway to do the show with you. I'll just come get you. Okay. So by the time Maury started working on the show, I had already been taking cabs to work. Mm-hmm. And oh. yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's not how I, no, you, but that's not yeah, true. Yeah. And Maury desperately wants alone time with me. Maury, there's so much of Maury's day in his life where he's planning on figuring out a way to get alone time with me. Okay, but this, the story I remember is I felt bad for Catherine. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Maury, if I got a car tomorrow and said I'm going to drive myself in, don't worry about it, you would be crushed. Well, yeah, now, because I now I look forward to those moments. Right. Oh, the moments, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but it is, uh, it is it's nice. Uh, I actually really do appreciate it. Uh, Sarah Pollock, let me read this one to you. What is something that you succeeded at only after trying and failing several times before? Oh boy, succeeded at. What is something that you succeeded at? Knitting. 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 What have you knit that you would call a success? I never finished knitting. Oh, then that's not a success. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What have you been starting to knit? I've been knitting a scarf for the last 10 years. 10 years? (laughs) How big is a scarf? Yo, in the amount of time, right? Yeah. In the amount of time that you spent knitting this scarf, it should look as big as a scarf that Lenny Kravitz wore on the streets of New York that one time. It does. Yeah. You should have a scarf empire at this point. <laughs> it's the it's like one long scarf that you do a little bit every time you have a moment. You That's know, not knit how knitting one, works, though. That's whatever. not how knitting works. Yeah, and it's just it's literally gone through winters and winters never being worn. Wow. Hmm. But I've succeeded. It's probably at it. like made out of some fabric that you're not even allowed to sell anymore. Yeah. Probably gives you cancer. Toxic. Yeah. <laughs> what is something that you succeeded at only after trying and failing several times? I mean, before? you could chocolate easily, chip cookies. You could easily say love. Yeah, sure. Right. Oh, yeah. But, that's, but that's a blah answer. Is it though? Love is a blah blah answer compared to chocolate chip cookies because <laughs> I've tried baking them and now I can bake oh, them. Yeah. No, I, I'm trying to think of what I would like because it would, would say, work for you. But you can, I think that the thing is this is that you have to define failure, not just not succeeding, but what you would consider to be failure. Like I, I've never sort of started a business and, and run a business and it didn't work and I learned from that mistake. And right. I, like I haven't had that kind of life. I mean, it took me several times to get my driver's license. I failed and failed and failed and then succeeded. Well, there you go. How many times did you fail to get your driver's license? Five times. Really? And, but then I brought DVDs and gave it to the instructor or the person doing the test and yeah. then I suddenly passed. Bribery? Yeah. Wow. Succeeded. Wow. No wonder. <laughs> it shows. <laughs> Trying to think. Um. Okay. Maybe... Oh God! Like when I was younger, I wasn't the best with money, right. and I had racked up a lot of credit card and bank debt, and I have it all under control now. So I would say 
maybe paying back money that I had owed. Mm. Because anytime I would get paid, like, yeah, I would throw some money at the credit card or at the line of credit, but I'd be like, oh, but I need, you know, play money, let's sure. just say. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was always, I guess you could say, failing at keeping up with my financials. Right. And then eventually I got a grasp. I, you know, friggin' put my foot down. So I would say that maybe. Could that be one? Sure. Oh, I know. I know what I failed at miserably what? many times before I perfected it. What? Ribs. Oh, Oh, okay. There you go. I have made enough terrible batches of ribs. And the problem with ribs, when you screw up ribs, yeah. it's hours of cooking. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not just like you throw something together. And like, when you screw up ribs, you have spent a day trying to cook ribs. And yeah. I've screwed up ribs. I really screwed up ribs. Probably like three or four times Ooh. I really screwed up ribs. Those are days. And they're days. Yeah. And now ribs are fantastic. But I never gave up. And now I love making ribs. I love making ribs. That's a lot of work for very little meat. What, ribs? Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Ribs are one of those things that you got to love them. Yeah. Right? You got oh. to really love ribs. Man, Do you love ribs? I love ribs. Yeah. That ribs are probably like pasta's number one for me. Yeah. And then maybe hamburgers and then ribs. Right. Like I love ribs so much. Do you like a savory sauce or a sweet sauce? Sweet savory. Sauce. Yeah. You I like told yeah. you that my dad sauce. cuts the, the meat off the bone for me when he cooks ribs. But that's Super a problem weird, though. Man. That means your dad is is cooking ribs or doing ribs wrong if he has to cut the meat off no, of the bone. He knows that if he puts it in front of me, I I won't eat it no, because no, 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 no. I couldn't be bothered. You should just, why can't you just ribs, pull it off? Yeah, yeah. Ribs that are done perfectly you should be able to just grab the bone yeah. and pull it right just, off well because he's already right cutting off. the meat off the bone for my little brother so he just does it for me so as well so he does it for you now does he walk up behind you and like wrap his arms around <laughs> you and just like do it that way or do you hand him your plate I hand him my plate and like we all hand in the plate Daniel, Kyle and me will just raise our plates and he takes them and stands like he's like, cutting okay, Thanksgiving guys. turkey and then like <laughs> yeah. handing out the pieces cuts the, rib, yeah. cuts the meat off your ribs for you Yeah. He's and, like, then, and then how do you eat it with like a knife and fork yeah really yeah you don't get in there with your hands, huh? No, because he knows that I absolutely hate getting my hands dirty. I'll even use a fork and knife right. when doing chicken. Your hands thing. are dirty all the time. Yeah, all the time. But like, not with sauce. If you touch your phone, it's <laughs> so greasy. Out of your hand. It's wet. Like I still yeah. use uh, fork and knife when I'm doing wings. Yeah, no, I, I eat chicken wings with a fork too. Yeah, oh, yeah. do you? Yeah. No well, way. No, I, I, so I shouldn't say that. I, I eat the. I don't eat the flats. I eat the drumsticks with a fork simply because I don't sauce my wings. I hit sauce on the side with wings. Yeah. Right? I'm a dipper. Same. And so what I do is I take the fork and I put it in the fat end of the drumstick yep. and I crank up the meat and while the fork is still in there, I turn the drumstick, reinsert the fork into the meat and then I pull all the meat off so I have one big giant ball of meat on the mm. end of a fork and then I dip the whole thing into sauce and then I eat it. Then I grab the bone and clean it all up. Uh. But I like but I don't like I don't like dipping the actual drumette into the sauce. Oh, I like I'm to remove hands when it comes to wings I and ribs. Remove the meat, dip the meat, and then I clean the bone. So do you, but do you dip the bone and then just suck the sauce off the bone? No, no. Okay, no. Why would I, you do that though? Just to get more sauce. Just if you like the taste of the sauce, you can dip then the bone. Put and another then suck wing the bone. in it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Like this, like the the bone's not a spoon. Like it's not, it's not a, it's not a sauce delivery system. There. Like a dipping stick. No, it's not that. Clean the bone, remove the like, get the bone off to the side, go for another wing. 
I always order. I always also order way more wings than I should. Yeah. And I then think I, that's and the way And I go. wind up eating them all. Two mm, pounds? So good. Yeah, always two pounds. Oh, two pounds. so good. Always oh, God, two I'm pounds of now. wings. Always two pounds. Uh, every week you'll see us post on Instagram, at Kiss925, Ask Razamoka. That is where you ask your question. And uh, feel free to leave a rating and or review. Apple Podcasts is where we get the reviews from that we read on every single one of our podcasts. Thank you very much. This has been episode number 107 of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.